All right. And we are live. The last word. Lord Cognito, Ebontis, Ty Guy, Travis, fresh on that returning Thursday evening campfire and fresh off a little bit of GCX, little reviews, mm. little things going little on. People's, yeah, little gigics, little gigics, little gigics, minus, minus our beloved Scion. But it was yes, still good to, to see E for a little bit. But E, how we doing, Cheetah? What's going on, man? Uh, doing good. Actually, just a couple hours ago, I was playing. I finally, I wanted to, because like I've been wanting to for, I finally just made a couple hours today. And this is like the perfect steam. Dave the Diver. I know Travis already talked about it. Yeah. He loved it. He got like he he gave it a nine before, and honestly, I'm like two hours in. I have never seen a kind of pixel indie game with like cinematic animations that go so hard. It is absolutely ridiculous. I was even telling my wife, I'm like, all right, so you're like, you got a new recipe. So the sushi chef pulls out his knife, shing, and gets into this big cinematic thing, kind of going, and then finally like sheathes his sushi knife, and you're like, here's your new dish, and it's just like the most ridiculous over-the-top stuff, but it's just this little cycle, and it's like, everything happens fast. Like, every time you go down for a dive, you get something new. Every time you do your sushi thing, you come back, you get something new. So it's just this, like, constant progression. I mean, if I was on a Steam Deck, I would probably sit on my couch for hours or something, but it's this... It is exactly what Travis said. It is a large man who scuba dives, who helps run a sushi shop, and you've got the little, like, restaurant thing where you're like, what dishes am I going to serve? And then you have to serve them so it's a little, like, diner dash running back and forth. You're going to make okay. sure you got enough yes. wasabi. you got to make okay. sure you're good there. And He'll then... With that. Then he overcooked energy in that part? It's raw, dude. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, okay. No, it's not Oh, no, overcooked. overcooked. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's really, yeah. like, um, it's... I don't know how to describe it, man. It's just, like, it puts a few different types of games yeah. together. Like, it kind of feels like a little bit it's of, like, like a... like serving of Diner Dash without the other part. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 basically, it, if I had to describe it, I would say the entire game is just a hodgepodge of different mini games that somehow work together in yeah. a weird way like everything feels <laughs> yeah. like just a bunch of mini games and well, oh, like the farther you, you get diving, into it you're like all right so now i'm now i'm past all the new mini games like there's not going to be any new surprises and then they just keep adding them they get, like <laughs> for the entire run of the game they just keep adding mini games it's like so the funny. vibe when you're diving especially when you start finding like extra oxygen you're just like i could vibe out down here swimming around dodging some fish like jamming to the music it is just it is a whole vibe but the Ooh. when you do any of those like cinema oh, man i was crafting a new uh new underwater weapon dude when <laughs> he puts on the headphones he throws on like these like matrix style gloves and stuff and, oh my god it's just so yeah. that, that was the uh that was the david uh, yes, like, yeah, that was the yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh wow, yeah, man. like it Cog, is... it's really hard to explain this game. You just have to literally, play it. like, yeah, Cog, literally games, play it man. for two, just like an yeah, hour or two, two hours. It's, it sounds like the perfect. I've been on my rock, rock my rock exclusively because oh, I've been traveling so much. Do it on there, so yes. it feels like the perfect Actually, rock game. When I was oh, when I was reviewing it, I was playing it on the the Rogali a lot. Okay, perfect. Is it is it how much is it or is it a game pass? Like twenty. It's cheap. Yeah, yeah it's like I bought it. It was like 2025. Isn't that anything major? So there's that. Uh, I've been watching a game surpass the uh, Metacritic of Zelda. We have Baldur's yeah. Gate 3 coming in real hot. We do. We do. I did not know that. It passed. It, passed, it got to 97. Yep. It, it got to 97. Now, I will mm -hmm. say, like, that is a game I also would love to try, but I don't mm -hmm. have, like, I'm, we're getting down to like 12 days left till. 
whatever. And I'm like, I don't know if I can go into like a hundred hour RPG right now, but I was like, from the only thing I've gathered is all it is left till what? Till what's the, August 22nd, the showcase and all that stuff. Oh, so, oh. yeah. All that and new season. Oh, yeah, that's that's the, new season, all that stuff going down. Yeah. That's it. Oh yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 <laughs> looks like, I mean, if you want to see what happens, all I can say I've seen people kicking a squirrel and it's just like you can throw, play fetch with a dog. With a dog. It yeah. seems like they accounted for just about almost everything you can think of. Not all of it, of course, but a lot of things. And I mean, it is D&D, which I am not an expert on. I would lean to Travis. But I mean, I see stuff about like persuasion and like, you know, are you able to like fight it out or talk it out and all those different things. And you got dice rolls in there and I'm going... Part of me would love to just like fall into that for a while because it does seem that well reviewed that there's enough going on. And man, when they get close up on some of those oh, character yeah. shots, they're real crisp. So real they nice. did playing that thing on 4K. Atlas Fallen, mm -hmm. I'm not seeing the best stuff on. It seems yeah. like it's kind of like 6.8, 6 to 7-ish. I'm playing like... give it a 7. Yeah, yeah. I've seen somewhere in that realm. And it, the reviewer like, was like, it's good, you know? It's, it's all right. And okay, pass mm -hmm. your time. It's and then okay. yeah, it's like, so... Seems like it's kind of okay, but I was like, man, Dave the Diver of Alders would be a thing until the 22nd, and then of course. So, yeah, but seriously, like, if you like, if you have any mobile device, Steam Deck 2, ROG Ally, any of those two, or you just get a PC and you want to play for a little bit, you guys seriously, call it the ROG Ally, it's the ROG. It's ROG. I, 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 call it, I, call, I call it the Rogue Ally because oh, I dude. think that sounds super sick. I mean, that I would have know. been a better name, but they have the Republic of Gamers Ally, which is way too yeah. long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's way too long. Plus, uh, Rock sounds like Cog, and I'm running with it. Who's gonna call it the ROG Ally, bro? That should just crazy. be the Asus Ally, and it's just for, under the name, the banner of Republic. Even of Asus Gamers. is too long. I just, why would you? One syllable. Here I, you like, go. I like Rogue Ally. Rogue mm. Ally rolls mm. off the tongue. Sounds like it sounds like you're being a rogue because you're playing yeah. it. Rogue Ally. Mm -hmm. Cool. Devious rogue from the Steam Deck. You know, it's doing its mm -hmm. own thing. It's doing its own thing on the side. Mm -hmm. uh yeah like seriously just the first two hours i'm like this is just a rid fun ridiculous game please like enjoy did that you play one. any remnant as well Kyle? yeah how's your remnant going oh i mean i was oh, at, like you yeah i mean i'm like well, 85 I mean, 90 I mean, hours like i've done i have i've done I have most made of that. A, a business decision because i knew what was going to happen i was getting diablo i was doing season two and i knew my curiosity one. Season, well, Malignant, right? Is it? Season one, sorry. Season Whatever one, the Malignant one, Heart thing. Was, thing. Yeah. Right. Which I didn't realize I had to make a new character, but then I ended up falling in love with a necromancer now. So I'm like, oh, I like necromancer. Wait, you this didn't is know you had to make a new character? Well, I didn't know that. that I was, was like so literally disgusted. everywhere. Like Paul was talking about, like everywhere was oh. talking about that. I'm literally starting it. And they're like, yeah, so here's, where's your new guy? Because you can't bring what you love mm. in here. I was yeah. like, what? I was like, why can't I use my sword? Mm -hmm. So I got over it. Once I got been over the case for every everyone's yeah, yeah, all Diablo being said, yo, bro, this is how it is. But I'm like, it's stupid. <laughs> but anyway, I got over it. I got out of my feelings. I got out of my I mean, feelings. Some people, some people agree with that though. Yeah, yeah I was like, but... what if I don't ever want to play with anybody else? Because I'm I'm playing like I'm destiny, like a warlock. But anyway, so I, I yeah. fired up the necromancer, had a, a ton of fun with like the, the bone shard build or whatever it is and my little minions and I was doing that. But honestly, the reason why I stayed away to your question is because I knew Baldur's Gate would get me a little. I, I knew my turn-based sensibilities, that game oh, and skill checks. Game. Oh, and then, bro, it, it actually has full controller support on the rock. So while I was out there, I was playing it when I was out there with, with, with um, which go at GCX and um, yeah. in the Leviathan. Yeah, because I uh, didn't yeah. see you for one of the whole damn days. Hey, hey, that deck uh, connected HDMI very nice to the TV. 
Yeah, okay. Bro, so the convention, hold on, pause. Huh? Literally, oh, the yeah, convention is Friday and Saturday. No, I didn't see him on the convention floor oh, yeah, Saturday. Saturday, he's period. I saw him. Wait, at you just in- didn't? You didn't come out of your hotel room? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly that. He may have like I ducked did. out for food and run back. I never saw yeah. him on. I was like, "Hey, where you at? Hey, where briefly. you at?" Yeah, did go over briefly. He didn't and announce then I it to anybody. He's like stealthing in and running. <laughs> stealthing it. Did I announce it on Friday no, when dude. we ran into each other? <laughs> He was callous. He was just sitting in his bed, you know, having someone feed him grapes. Oh, oh, the room service was was superb. It was exquisite. Uh, you got room service? Oh, absolutely. I, oh, sh- I, I, didn't, I didn't know this was a podcast about how well you're doing, Cog. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this Damn, is a resort. Yeah. It was nice. It was really nice. Must be nice, bro. Must I'm over here bringing like well. bars in my backpack over here, having those for breakfast. This man's over here just room service and order me some next time. Damn, premium experience, bro. But now all jokes is uh, Baldur's Gate. I-, I-, I knew I was gonna want to um play it, and then what really sold me is that the fact that it had the cross progression so that whenever the xbox or well, playstation versions does come out i can still continue because i know what's going to happen PlayStation, with playstation xboxes you know yeah that's whatever that is right because <laughs> of split screen right but yeah. at the end of the day i i like the fact that it had that aspect like diablo and you could play it off line so i had a lot of key features i'm like you know what i can start it now and be okay and then when starfield comes then i all my direction to starfield but that's been it for me what's been uh what about you Trav? man what you've been doing man this man was not at gcx just to clarify yes i, I was not at missed. gcx i'm sorry guys i have a lot of stuff to work on but it's um, been a busy man yeah i i did play a little bit of uh Baldur's Gate 3 i i think probably 10 or 12 hours or something like that a little bit i'm enjoying it it's so like far. the length of a normal right. game <laughs> okay for me, that's one sleepless night. Yes, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm. I I think it's a good game. It sort of feels. I I know. I messaged you guys about this. Some yeah. of my thoughts as we were talking about earlier. Um, it kind of just feels like a throwback game. Like, you know, back in the day, Baldur's Gate three would have been like the game of the year, hands down. Everyone would be playing it constantly. And now it sort of feels a little bit like a throwback game like it's like old it's like oh yeah i remember these games when they made like these big open world games where you got to talk to your party member and had social links and stuff like that um and uh yeah i'm i'm uh i'm enjoying it so far my biggest problem with it is that it's a DD game i feel Mm. like it really holds back the creativity of larian studios who've made games like divinity original sin which i would say the world was a little bit more like specific okay. D is a very generic world by design so that you can fill it with your imagination and i feel like they made this game within the confines of like hey don't upset the D classic fans and world and so it it plays it a little bit safe in terms of like story and world building in a way that i don't love um i would have liked them to choose or make a more um a more unique setting would be good but uh i would let me you ask know. you this somebody who is not a hardcore dnd or tabletop guy like you are and potentially a lot of people is this a way for people to kind of see some of the experience of how all those mechanics kind of work together and if it's like a first time yes. first early experience is this going to be a good step for them yeah i think i think it will get people into the tabletop hobby which you know i'm not a fan of dungeons and dragons in real life i I I like other tabletop RPGs, but 
anybody who's like me who likes tabletop RPGs but doesn't really mess around with D&D has to give D&D credit because they get people through the door. Like they get people into the hobby. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have the vast group of players that come over to my house and play around my table every month uh, if if it weren't for D&D because that's how everybody got started. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I think it's cool and I hope it gets more people into the hobby. In terms of actually feeling like an RPG, I do feel like they hide a little bit of the mechanics for, from you. They show you some stuff like yes. you're rolling the dice and you're seeing advantage and you're making saving throws, but the actual mechanics of like, specific checks are a little the specific stats that you're using are, are hidden a little bit mm-hmm. um i actually think the pathfinder games do a better job because uh if you haven't played the pathfinder games they made uh, two recent ones a uh, kingmaker and wrath of uh oh wrath of the righteous that's oh, it um and uh no uh <laughs> and uh those are those games are actually campaigns that you can buy physically as books already so they were existing pathfinder books and then the developers just said let's just recreate these campaigns in their entirety in a video game and they put in the specific encounters and the specific characters and the specific mechanics and it opens up the mechanics a lot that said it does make it a lot jankier so it might not be a great like first foray it's kind of for people who really like pathfinder and want to do that when their friends aren't around um but yeah i do think this will get people through the door and get them interested in tabletop rpgs which i'm a big fan of because then i can convince them that there's much better Better. (laughs) Um, but yeah it's good and i and i i think the game succeeds like larian is such a talented studio i do feel like their talents are talents are a little wasted on the DD ip but i do think that this game wouldn't be as popular without the DD ip because people love DD, and i feel like divinity original sin probably mm-hmm. wasn't as popular in part because it didn't use Have, yeah. an established ip it, it made its own so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with what they're doing and i think it's going to in- upgrade their prestige enormously which they deserve it they're they've been one of the most talented rpg studios mm-hmm. for a while and the fact that more people are going to play their games is just a, a, an absolute win mm-hmm. um, so i'm excited for it and i've been playing that but yeah i've also been reviewing games i've got two reviews going live next week uh, on Monday, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, is going to be uh, live for everybody to read. I've been playing, I played like 20 hours, 25 hours of that in the past uh, three days or so. Um, so I've been playing an absolute ton of that. And then um, I've also uh, reviewed Blasphemous 2 a couple mm. weeks ago. How was that? For whatever for whatever reason, they oh, I can't talk about well, it. Well, fair, fair. For whatever, okay. reason <laughs> they, uh, for whatever reason, they gave us those codes way in advance. So I finished reviewing it a long time ago, but it's still not going live until um, 17. Kind of so side-scroll be, action 2D. Yeah. It's a Metroidvania. Okay, Like, cool. by the okay. book. It's by yeah. the book, Metroidvania. So if it you played the first cool one. From what I yeah. saw. Yeah, I... I did a preview of the game a couple months ago that I can talk about, Mm -hmm. which was like the first 30 minutes or whatever, um, which uh, basically if you played the first one, it was very much like a straightforward fighter more than it did platforming or puzzles. This one goes like full Metroidvania by focusing a lot more on platforming and puzzles and some of that stuff. And so uh, you get three different weapons and they each have advantages and skill trees. And then they also give you traversal options. So though, as you get more weapons, you, unlock different ways to get through barriers and backtrack and do all that fun stuff that you like about Metroidvanias. And then it has a little bit of a souls like vibe to it with it's like difficulty and the fact that bosses will slap you in the face and knock you back down. Yeah, but uh, a lot of those lately, um, like I, I, I don't compare it to a souls like because 
people compare the first one to a souls like a lot, which when I played it, I was like, this is just a Metroidvania. Like, I don't understand why people think it's a souls like, um, because it's true that when you rest at the bonfires or the save points or whatever, all the enemies come back, but that's also true in Metroid games. So like, that's not unique. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I don't get why people like reference, uh, souls likes when they talk about these games, but, um, yeah, uh, I got I got to play that game from beginning to end uh, a couple weeks Ooh. ago. So my reviews just sitting waiting to go. And then uh, seven days from today, I'm going to be playing Starfield. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not on the review for that one, but I'm going to be helping with guides and videos and that sort of stuff and whatever else they need me to. So I'm going to get I'm going to get a copy day one and just start um, playing it through. And yeah. when I can talk about it, I will. But uh, yeah. I'm actually kind of stoked i'm not reviewing it because a i like to chew my food a little bit uh but those rpgs don't come and i was prepared to go goblin mode if they i like you say that goblin mode yeah Yeah, well that so that's why uh that's why i was on the docket normally i would never be up for something like starfield but they i kind of have a developed a niche at the company where if if it's a short turnaround and there's somebody who doesn't have kids <laughs> or loved ones or any responsibilities, uh, has they has just, no general responsibilities, <laughs> Travis. Yeah, exactly. Like I, they know I have nothing in my life, so they're like, just oh give it to Travis. God. He'll 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 give get it. To it Mikey, done. He'll eat it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's literally it. Yeah. So um, so yeah, they were they were prepared to have me do it um, because they thought that. The, the rumor at the time was that the codes were going to come in pretty late and they didn't know if anybody was going to be able to go, you know, full, full goblin and finish it in time. Um, but uh, I'm not going to have to do that, which is kind of cool. So instead I'm going to review some other games. I'm going to review lives of P- lies of P I'm going to review right. um, Lords of the fallen, maybe, right. maybe payday three. We'll see. Uh, but that's the other true. cool thing about not reviewing mm-hmm. Starfield is that I have time for other stuff. Yeah, that will kind of cool. eat it up. Um, I'm also I'm also gonna make some content for Remnant Two and stuff. So I got lots of projects, man. I'm excited. Nice. nice. Hey, real quick, I want to before we start. Yeah, I do want to give some shout outs. So, you know, with the GCX crew, a lot yeah, of people that we cross paths there, yeah. with. Oh, okay. I didn't know if he's no, no. Go there. ahead. Yeah, you can start. Yeah, just want to shout out. Obviously, Sarko pulled up. It was cool to see him back for that in the chat. Awesome. Um, so many people, man. Um, Danfinity was awesome. Patty Cake finally got a chance to meet Mano in real life, yeah, which is dope. Garrow, awesome as always. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was fun talking to him. You would appreciate this, Trav. We I created like a a drunk game at the, at the uh, at one of the uh, the bars after the event on all Friday and um, so, so it's not a drunk game because there was no drinking involved. It was a well, yeah, it was a we was drunk and then we started the game. That's fair. Yeah, this was <laughs> a, the, yeah. this was a yeah. <laughs> It so very well it, could be a drinking game. Yo, it was fun. So, oh, shout out to Thaw Zero there. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Thaw Zero. Thaw Zero. Yeah, Thaw Zero refilled my martini, and I was yo, like, all right, Thaw Zero, you, 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 that's the homie right there. I got so much love. Let me tell you, man, I, was, I wasn't able to get my drink at the bar. Thaw <laughs> Zero held me down. He's like, yo, Cock, I got you. Don't worry about it. And the man worked magic. But anyway, so basically, we had a group of Destiny nerds all by this table, Trav. It's about nine. I got like nine. I got more people jumping in. So the the game is pretty much you have to go either by category, whether it be um kinetic, energy, or heavy. You mm. pick a weapon, and then you got to keep going. The other one cannot pick your weapon. So you start to realize after a while, you're like, damn, I'm running out of uh, you know kinetic 
exotics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or legend. And then you got to keep going. And people, like, what was happening was, like, there was, like, two other warlocks at the table. And they kept taking picks that I was thinking of. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm running out of weapons. So it was this hilarious banter. It was absolutely fun. E joined in later. Back well, I got there was, late. Was, and then I had yeah, to change the, the game. I would suck at that game. Well, okay. Oh, so here's what happened is I got to the okay. game late. So we were going through like it, it always like it would get around to, around to me, pick a category and be like, okay, exotic, whatever, or legendary, mm -hmm. whatever. And then finally get to the point, I'm like, everybody's staring at their phone, just looking at a list. Yeah, like, people cheating. Oh, like, what? No, and then, no, and then I was like, okay, after like a few, like after a few rounds, he I was like, it. put the phones down. Yeah, and then it, it, and then they just started dropping like flies. Then like, people right, started getting eliminated. Yeah, whoa, that's cheap, bro. If I get to use my phone, I'll beat all of you. Come on, yeah. that's so stupid. You're right. And as soon as E said that, and we put a time up, people started it, it dropping real quick. like flies. Yeah. yeah, people started dropping. It was fun. Wow. Was fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if E was playing with both hands tied up behind his back while everybody else was using their phones, aka super cheating, hats off to E for even sticking No, E did his thing. No, E did, did his thing. He, he had some good Titan exotics, some obscure ones he was picking. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. E would beat both of us, Cog, like easily. He was in there, man. He was in there. Yeah. Oh, shot. It would oh, be trap. me. I would get. I would get like to two, dude. I would be like at the uh, second one. Sarko, like, went, Sarko went hard. Sarko, Sarko went, went hard. Sarko Sarko went and there's hard. a couple. There's, there was another dude. I forget his mm. name. He was like warlock at the end of the table, with, the, with glasses. He oh, was picking yeah, yeah, yeah. really was, good warlock exotics. Like I was third, getting mad yeah. at him. Yeah, yeah. So salute there. Also, Trav, you'd have been bad. Finally met Stadia time. It, oh, I, we, we met, met the banana. banana. We met the. We like bro, like. You're so now you know what dude. he looks like when his Why? banana's been unveiled. Dude, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, when his banana has been peeled, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he showed us who he was when the cameras were off, right? Like, no, we no, were, I don't know. We not? kept his identity no, was no, like nobody really knew besides yeah, like yeah. Fallout, I think is the only one because they kind of looked yeah. close. And then, he, and then he was just like, hey, I'm the banana. Yeah, yeah. you know, it was dope. He, he was in um cosplay. Um, and then I didn't know it was him. I was just, I, Wait, I was, he was in cosplay. Yeah, he was, he was in cosplay. On the floor. Yep. He was in cosplay. No, not the banana. I told him to do the banana next year. I told him he has to come back as the cosplay banana. He was in cosplay and he wasn't cosplaying a banana. I'm Correct. very nope. confused. Yeah, he, he, was just like wow. he was like his hunter or something. Hunter. Bro, Holy. things have changed since Stadia got canceled. He's just, he's not the same banana yeah. he once was. He's all brown <laughs> and mushy. You yeah. know? I didn't know. I went to go take a pic with. Uh, I've got her. Just she's awesome. She had an awesome Petra, right? Petra Vinge. So all these. What, what so is this? What's the, what was the Petra? I mean, you, I mean the well, what? Is, what is, <laughs> God, he had, he had a good Petra. Never, <laughs> whoa, 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 Cog! We delete that. Delete at. that from the street. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't trying to get canceled. <laughs> I'm just muted over here, blowing nose. I don't know, know what if you know what I mean. You know what I mean, but. <laughs> That I do good. know what you mean, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, you a fool. Anyway, <laughs> while I was talking to Petra, <laughs> I saw this cool hunter suit. So I'm like, hey, man, who are you? What's going on? He's like, bro, I'm Stadia Tom. I'm like, wait a minute, the Stadia Tom? He's like, oh, Lord Cognito. So then we started talking. And obviously, we talked we talked out. So he was there. Um, man, it was so many people. And then also, um, shout out. I mean, we got a shout out. We're going to talk about them later, about this Stadia game. But shout out to Bungie for pulling up to one of the um I believe it was kind of like a co developer content creator yeah, content creator uh, um cosmo um what's the homie um Andy, andy lacune chef andy yes, and chef then andy jared awesome. Ludi, and then broman was uh yeah, broman was moderating yeah and trying to improve that relationship and again it wasn't about the state of the game per mm -hmm. se that 
it wasn't directly to that, but it was more so like, hey, we got Chef Annie here. We're working on trying to help you know the relationship as far as creators and what they need and versus Bungie and stuff like that. Trying to rebuild it because there wasn't anybody yes. in his position. Yes. Oh, so it sounds like somebody's actually trying to. Yes. Like figure out with creator. I mean, you would sit there and he's like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's trying to figure out. A lot of people want to work with Bungie for obvious reasons. Destiny's big, mm-hmm. but he's like, you know, give me a reason why. Whether it's like yeah. whatever you do, it's like we might be able to figure it out. But also yeah. the other side is like, I want to make things just like easier. It's like, do you want assets for this? Do you, it's like, do I just need a code or yeah. like whatever? He was like, and not just that type of stuff, but it was, I talked to him on the floor for about 20, 30 minutes and he was just kind awesome. of really, really, really well-spoken, nice guy, yes. but also very smart. Um, and, and I love what, what he said in relation to how we can help them by describing how it helps our community and why we need said things and and kind of kind of just detail the steps was really cool. Oh, shout out to um, shout out to Ty LaunchGamer.net. Ty's in the building. So cool to to hang out with Ty and everybody. It was so many people I met. Oh, Dunsky. Every it was so many people. It was just good to see people again, and the energy was was for the most part really good. So anybody that came up, shot a picture, said what's up to us. It was just really awesome. And as Trav, you were asked about. It was fun too. He's like, we missed that Sion. We like where is he at? <laughs> Yeah, I did a whole thread and I didn't even like save all of the pictures that were in there, but it was uh when we got like Scarrow, uh we had Castle met Castle Miners, G Miners. Yeah, it was like MP edits, Aeon, Stadia Time, uh Fallout, of course, looking dapper. He was like shout casting the G1 match. Yeah, the Uh, PvP. That final match went down to like best of nine to the final round. Like it was a really, really tight match. Uh, mm-hmm. Mactix was there, Ballista Kitty, yes. Babazard yes. was there, Clintus, King of Valiant was there, uh, Amaze was there, Patty Kicks, as you said, Ares pulled up. Actually, I finally got to meet him I in person. I missed Ares. I missed Ares. Yeah. He hit Did me you up. in your hotel room getting food service. <laughs> I was on the One of the whole days, not on the floor. No, it's was, because he was too busy looking at them Petras on the <laughs> laptop movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I was the Petras of Baldur's Gate. Over Look at the Petras on her. Oh my word. We've ruined we've ruined a character in Destiny. I'm sorry. That was good. Sorry. That was good. All right. Well, we're, but half, anyway. we're half an hour in and we have a state of right, game to talk about. about. Yes, we're half an hour in and we've just been bullshitting and yeah. 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 what's up, everybody? Well, welcome yeah. to the actual Destiny podcast 30 minutes later. Timestamp that puppy. Um, so state of the game dropped literally. I don't know how well they timed this one or very intentionally timed because who knows as everybody was traveling to GCX state of the game. Bloop. So um, a lot of people didn't get to talk about it. I think Datto used leopards like setup to record his video and upload it to his channel. But um, general summation, you know, they're still working on putting stuff together. Final shapes or quite a few teams to, who put this state of the game together. It wasn't just written by, uh, Joe this time felt a little more of a collaboration effort. First thing they talk about is ritual updates. And this is what started it all. Like this is the one that opened the can of worms for the entire GCX of everybody just to talk about it. Kind of be upset. Now the main line, I'm not going to read through everything. I'm going to hit the higher topics because these are the ones to debate. And I'll, I know we'll tell you a lot of people are like, I really want Travis's hot takes on this one. I don't want people them to simmer ask. down after a week. So, oh, people were asking. Yeah, people were like, I wish we had. <laughs> like, where is he? We need. It's like we need a fresh Travis right now. But we got him now, so we're gonna do our best. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. I'm trying to find the right line. Out of the glorious state of game. We no, no, no. Okay, one, one lower. Okay, here I am. Um, so first thing that blew up 
The most frequent feedback we see is that it's just not enough PvP content, especially new maps. To set expectations, our studio structure is built to support more overarching updates to PvP like the ones above, like new modes, uh, revamps to comp and trials and stuff like that is what they're referencing, rather than focusing exclusively on maps. When we do focus our resources on building new Crucible maps, it comes with the trade-off of multiple teams' bandwidth on work that contributes to a variety of experiences that players hold dear, such as new story, exotic mission content, core activities that make up the foundation of each season, or new destinations. Similarly, bringing back reprised maps also involves extensive porting to the latest version of Destiny 2, which requires additional resources to ensure the maps work correctly for multiple game modes and playstyles for years to come. That's like the main paragraph to start off with. We'll get to the map and stuff a little bit later. Travis, thoughts on what was said? Um, I find Bungie's answer to be woefully insufficient uh, to the point where um, it feels really disingenuous to me. Mm. Like just that entire statement, it, it, it feels like, first of all, I never, ever want to hear any of you guys talk about PlayStation money bags ever again. Like, ever. <laughs> They're straight up telling us, hey, it's too expensive, too many resources to give you a multiplayer map, so we're not going to do it. Um, which is, like, guys, you can hire more people. You just got acquired. You're a successful studio. You're making a second game. We know you're working on stuff. We know you have other resources. And we know you could hire more people because you just became a fully remote a company that now can recruit from anywhere in the world, presumably, but at least North America. And uh, I, I thought their answer honestly was kind of manipulative, to be honest. Mm. It's sort of telling people like, Hey, uh, you know, it's just, we got problems and I guess you should forgive us. It's, this is a thing I've, I've, I've noticed is that, and look, I love the changes that have been made in recent years to the work environment. I love that people talk about work-life balance and I love that they talk about mental health and stuff like that. I think that sometimes those words are used as shields to provide subpar products and services to players and it pisses me off. It really does. Because this is a, I mean I I honestly I get it like but none of this is the player's problem. Mm. We're players and we I mean, we were, we've been told time and time again that they are going to recommit to Crucible and that it's still a priority for them and that it's still a, a, a pillar that they build their game on. And then they give us answers like this that just say, hey, not only do we not think it's worth it, but we're actively doing nothing to invest in it. And here's a list of excuses why. Mm. And I don't think any player should read that and feel uh, like it is a satisfactory answer like it's acceptable, like it's your problem that you should have to even think about this stuff because you're not the developer, you're the consumer, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think that it it's even in line with what Bungie has promised recently mm. about what their priorities ago. were. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's like, I mean, that's in the grand scheme, considering that they've delivered almost nothing in the time since they made that promise. I would expect them to have been working on this and the, the, on on some of the stuff at this point. And so, the honestly reading between the the lines, the only thing that I could see was uh, we don't make money off of Crucible. We're not going to develop for it. Here's a tepid answer to 
maybe get the simps that love us to defend us publicly online from our cowardly answer. That's that's mm. honestly what I took from this. And mm. I, maybe 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 I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it's nothing like that. But honestly, if you if you read that answer and had anything but disappointment at the very least, I think you need to look in the mirror and ask who you're advocating on behalf of. Are you defending Bungie or are you standing up for your fellow players, gamers, consumers of this product? And I, I, I don't know how anybody could read that answer and see it as anything but at the very least disappointing, at the at the most piss you off. Obviously, don't come after developers. They're people. Yes, yes, they're working on the game. I, I'm not advocating for anything like that. But mm -hmm. I think that you can politely say, Bungie, this is unacceptable. Yeah, it's yeah. not a cool answer. And honestly, I'm sure we'll get into it when we talk about the rest of this thing. But this reads to me as what the White House calls uh, a take out the trash day. So mm -hmm. this is a there's a thing in in the 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 press secretary in the White House does a thing where on Fridays on they Friday, take out the trash, which is that yeah. they yeah, Friday at four they they put out all of the bad news mm -hmm. and they hope that the weekend and uh, journalists not wanting to work on Friday evenings and all that stuff. It just doesn't get covered because by, by Monday morning or Saturday morning, there's already new stuff to cover. And I honestly think that a week or so before August 22nd, when they're going to build up a bunch of hype, they dropped all their bad news and heartbreakers right at the same time. And that's what this reads. But I, I mean, this is why I don't call myself a PVP main. And yeah, I, I, I would knew. honestly say that, that no one, no one is a PVP main in Destiny. What are you maining? Saying that you're a PVP main is like saying I stopped playing video games. That's what I hear because I don't know how you could do it. But it, yeah, I, I, I mean, this honestly, I read it and I was immediately pissed off. You know, I stopped. I went and played some other games. I forgot about it, and then I read it again, mm. and I just felt disappointment because. I'm one of those guys who I've been hard on destiny in the past, but I've also been a huge advocate for this game. I think anybody who looks at my record and says, Oh, Travis is an atrophied player. He's, you know, he just hates destiny. Now it's not true, dude. I gave the witch queen an eight out of 10. I said it was the best expansion that destiny's had a year and a half ago, two years ago, whenever it was. Uh, and I've been harsh on it in the lightful era, but I think with reason, Biggest fans of things are also their biggest critics. And I'm a harsh critic of Destiny when it deserves it. And I think right now with that state of the game post, the state of the game read to me dead and dying. That's what the state of the game was based on that post. I also think it's terrible that they called that state of the game. They could have called Ooh, that yeah. anything, anything else. else. I yeah, mean, yeah, like the fact that you your your headline is like, you know, state of the game and then your body reads life support. Like that's just a terrible title. For a blog post that that has that bad news you delivered. Well, so previously in I don't know. the games too, we've had big info drops, big like updates to things that are coming. I mean, a state of the game dropped. I mean, at least bigger info. This was, as you said, you know, maintenance, survival, and stuff like that. But also, it's to a point. Uh, Christopher Sharp said it in chat. It was like, I don't know why they dropped this. I mean, I do get the take the news out on Friday thing. That's why they did yeah. some of what they're saying to get like just this information at some point we got to get it out it's got to be out before all the hype starts but also i read through this i'm like you're not telling me much of anything because you can't you have the showcase in like two or three weeks when you are going right. to do whatever reveal you're going to do mm -hmm. good bad or otherwise that may be amazingly hype but there's not of anything good in here and as you said state of the game that actually is a very good point it's a bad title for sure this one is it's though a it's a terrible like, title it's like you can and go I, back to I, the 2021 state of the game and people have like referenced that to me in my comments and stuff because I went through and kind of talked through it a bit too. 
And they're like, they said they were going to invest in the PVP teams back then, back in 2021. And it still hasn't really been done. And that's something that they said they wanted to do. So in two years later, you're like, what am I supposed to think? How do I get to a point to where... I also just think none of the reasons they gave are material to me. To me, it's like, oh, it takes resources? Okay. Hire resources then. It sounds like you need to recruit some people. Like, get some resources on it. You just got acquired by a large company. You have support from them. You're telling me they don't want to support your PvP mode and your flagship product? Like, I I just don't buy it. It reads to me as utter bullshit, to be honest. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It does seem very... I mean, they had... They made a choice years ago, obviously. People were, like, counting up to a 1,000 days since they'd seen a PvP map. Then we get Disjunction, which a lot of people, and it seems to be probably if you dig into it, the Disjunction even was, like, a reskin of... Maybe it's Frontier is basically the one with the big bridge from D1. So they brought that map forward. The Vex Network one that we're actually going to be getting might have a cool palette to it, maybe a brand new one, but I was listening to... Uh, I think it was DCP, and they were talking about, like... They said, hey, here's a map, but they're also like, they didn't talk about, hey, we're working on other maps for Final Shape. There was no mention of anything in the future, so you're like, here's your one, like, kind of be happy kind of thing. But it is like, okay, so that's the question that I would have. This is the point where it's like, I don't want to, like, you know, fire back too hard, but this is where, as you said, as a player, I want to ask the question to say, okay, you say your studio isn't designed for this. Two years ago, you said you were going to invest in PvP. That doesn't seem to have happened. What is What does it take to... Do this and we're never going to know the inside workings of Bungie. That's fine. We're not going to know how their teams are set up and everything. And there's actually a really good Twitter thread of a guy that I'm potentially yeah. going to interview here pretty soon. Um, so look for that one coming up. But he like he broke down what it would take. And I'm like, OK, if that's what it would take. And as Travis said, you've got a huge investment from Sony. You've got like financial backing now. So you should at least be a lot more comfortable than when, when you were independent. And you say this is something you want to invest in two years ago. All the stats that I keep seeing are there's like half the player base still plays PvP. Somewhere either, as Travis said, it's like it's fair to be pissed off because a lot of the players want it. You've said it before and you just keep saying, no, you're not. And then you have chosen not to set your studio up in a way that helps you build maps. When previously you worked on Halo, you had Marathon. It's like, I know it takes time from reading that Twitter thread to build a space to play. And I think that's one of the questions I want to ask him is like the amount of time it takes to gray box it and then have the art people do it and then work on like kill volumes and all that stuff like that's different. And then you got to have different people test it. And maybe that's taking away from stuff that's seasonal work because that's how they stay. It could be from story, seasonal, exotic quests. But if that's how tight the team is, like if it's just got to be like maybe the seasonal teams trying to build crucible maps, I want to know what the other people are doing because you've got season, season, expansion, whatever else is in the future it does seem to a point where, I mean, as Travis said, it's like, this doesn't seem to be a satisfactory answer when they've preached it up for a while. And then we get to a point to where now they say the studio isn't built for it. It's like, well, what have you been building for? Cause obviously right. it, it doesn't sound like, is, is there a future for PVP at that point? Because if you're not building for maps and I think in my head, I won't know. It's like, I'll ask that guy just out of curiosity, but it's like, you can have all the maps that we have and maybe porting ones even forward takes a little bit. But also when you're like, we've joked about exotic, uh, exotic gun game or whatever like that. And they do seem to be messing with modes, but that takes, it seems like a smaller lift to be like, here's spawn points. These things spawn in at a timer. Like then you're just kind of adjusting dials for PVP. You're not messing with like actual play spaces. And if that's the easier thing to do and that's how you're how your studio is set up, that's fine. But they also do not mention, hey, our studio is not set up right now. 
are you going to change that? Right, right. It just was like, yeah. hey, this, this is it. And oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest yeah. question. Is like you say you're yeah, not it, there. It's like it's, games were not support. We we do not have a plan or any current support for PvP, and we offer no solution about yeah, what no the future is going to look like yeah, for that. It's, that. It truly is. I mean, it's like a, usually when you hear state of the game, you imagine that they're going to talk about the future, but they just stated what the current situation is, yeah, which is yeah. bad, and then offered no. And like also, I just I feel like I should point out that. The reason I, I feel like it's really important to detach the player from the problem because it's not your problem, right? You're yeah. you're a consumer who just wants the thing to Hello. exist is that um, there are so many solutions to this. You could get a support studio. Contract about, yeah. I'm, like contract it out. It's like it's happened before. You could outsource it literally yeah. to players using a level creator that lots of games have implemented. In fact, you made one, Bungie. You made several games with level creators. It was called Forge Mode. Forge. It still exists. Forge. And guess what? They made their own multiplayer game modes using that as well. And like, mm -hmm. I look, I know that requires a lot of investment. But if you're going to comment on the future of PvP, mm -hmm. your answer should either be, we don't care about it anymore. It's dead, which I would still be upset, but at least you'd be clear. Yep. Or it should be, we're making the investments and here's the direction we're going. But the answer of we just can't do it is like such a just flop of an answer. I I, I can't respect that answer. Yeah, I just can't. I mean, if I, if I may jump in. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're up. I probably yeah, talked um, enough, too. Yeah, look, this was this was really disheartening. I haven't felt this bad probably since Curse of Osiris. I mean, it, it's really, it was really disappointing to read that. And, and, and to me, it's kind of like, I always try to, separate my emotionality when I don't like something and try to look at the practical reason as to why it's going on. The only thing I can come up with is that they took a bet on something not destiny. Whatever they're, whatever they're betting on or whatever these other projects yeah. are, whatever's going on, marathon, whatever it is, it is basically coming off as if destiny is where it's going to stay right now. That's just how it read to me. And frankly, I agree. Like, that's not my problem. <laughs> like, I I've invested here. This is where I'm at, right? Now, we could see, you know, hopefully Marathon is great. You know what I'm saying? And, and it does what it does to do. But I guess my thing for me is that the, the verbiage E almost read like, well, we notice you're not playing, players are not playing this. And we didn't even talk about Gambit, right? Oh, we no. noticed players ain't, you know, engaged. The whole other thing I'm going to go off on, don't worry. Right. So as a result of players not playing this, we're not going to do anything else for them. To me, you've self-sabotaged. You've created that, that whole problem because if you... Again. Yeah, this is, this is a you, theme ongoing in this thing. Yeah, you said it. If like, you actually invested in the modes like we want you to and to get, you took away stuff from Gambit, you took stuff in the vault, you did all this stuff... And then you wonder why people are not engaging when you don't invest back into the content that you yourself subtracted from. It, this is all self-imposed. This is all self-inflicted. And it's just like, I, what do you expect's going to happen with the player engagement when yeah. you don't invest in it? No, so I like, I, yeah, again. No, I was go. just going to say, we're going to get to it later. But yeah, yeah. the idea of self-sabotage, self-fulfilling prophecy, whatever you want to put it in there. Part of it is the, is the fact that they're doing it themselves. I mean, 
Yeah. Ice Cream Divided Up Forever is like custom game modes. We can handle making up modes for you if you give us the tools to do custom. Let me change the dials. Right. Let me mess with all the dials, the kill timers, like, you know, things right. have a, thou- a million damage or whatever it is and have like one hit kills. And you, c- you could mess with that stuff as players all day long. Yeah. But on the other side, it's like, yeah, so we're going to get Checkmate, which could be a little bit of fun, you know, longer kill times. You've got Relic, which is another party mode, which mm-hmm. not a lot of people in PvP are like, I don't want another party mode. I'm yeah. good. This is just like a casual player. And then they've got matchmaking where they're adding some. Some of it mm-hmm. seems okay. Like the fire team matchmaking kind of works. At least I'll give it that. But mm-hmm. yeah, and we get one map and then we're like, okay, so we're going to get Citadel back at the end of this year. Surprise. And then what? Yeah. Surprise. It, it, again, it, it's all self-imposed. And, and, and the thing is, it's just like, the other thing to me is you, they just expose themselves as, okay, we don't have a dedicated PVP team. Yeah. Why is that? That used to be the case, right? Why is that? And, and again, all I could assume is that your priority is no longer destiny. It's extremely disrespectful and dis- disappointing, you know, to be honest, for a, for a game that people have invested. And, 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 the, and the continued theme is, well, we see whatever verse gets. We see oh, how many you're, more. Yeah, you're my... stealing my thunder a little later, but you got right. it. No, no, no. Yeah. You're, that's, yeah. It's a thing. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So it, it's clear your priority to updating is anything that you can monetize. If you can monetize it, oh, it gets updated. Oh, we're getting that, right? We ain't even going to go into the free-to-play model or the free-to-try model, whatever it is that we're doing now. But at the end of the day, that's the part that's just so disheartening. And it's just like, you know, we've, we've talked about it, you know, Travis Norsen, if you're a PvP main, how it feels. But this is the last point I'll say, because I know I'm saying a lot of points, is that I just got to be real. I feel like they're taking a calculated risk, whatever these projects are. Probably Marathon is on one of them, right? And I can't help but feel that if you make Destiny PvP attractive, does that affect, you know what I'm saying? Does it affect your new baby? Is this a self-imposed sabotage to help Marathon's but PvP? On the, but on the reverse side to yeah. that, I mean, I know it's a small, it's tiny list of people, but it's like a couple of the comments are like, why the hell would I ever try Marathon if they treat their PvP like this? So on the other side, like if you have a PvP community, even somebody like, uh, what is it, Moist Critical, like massive YouTuber and stuff, he yeah. like, uh, mon- microtransactions. When somebody who's not in the Destiny universe sees a YouTube video, then does a reaction video about a game the dude doesn't even play, I don't right. think, yeah. and that one gets out there, and then it's like, okay, so Marathon's going to be there, but also it's yeah. like, how's PvP and Destiny? It's been garbage. That doesn't really bring right. a lot of confidence into it. How are they going to treat it? How are they going to monetize it? So yeah, it's like they, I wonder too as well, because as you said, they pulled the PVP main group. Some left. You had like John. Our guys is over there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you had like a couple people that went to like Firewalk or something, a couple, like I forget the name of the studio, like John Wisniewski and one other, they left. Mm -hmm. I know they were PVP mains. Lars, Scott, uh, Christopher Barrett, Mm -hmm. whoever was in the marathon video, I mean, you had some leave, you had these leave, and that's your PvP. I mean, they really, they want dedicated service. They want security. They want all that type of stuff, which is like the PvP dreams. And then you're like, okay, so did your PvP developer base get that gutted? You didn't feel you could build it back up, but also being as it's been four years, you didn't feel like you could go out anywhere and hire somebody to help build that back up? Like, that's the question as well. It's like, I understand you may have been gutted, but you've had a long time to try and get back. And honestly, right. like at this point, I think people would take, even if it's not like the best map in the world, at least like try something. <laughs> There's yeah. got, I mean, I know it's not one person over in a corner making it. It could be involved like multiple people, but it's gotta be, you've got to try. 
And again, if it's been, if the PVP resources were kind of gutted and you're slowly building it up, it's at this point, it's too slow for the players. If you want us to still engage. I mean, we, yeah, we'll get the gambit in a second. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not too much to add. It it was just, this was probably, yeah, this is one of the worst. This was, and I want to be clear. I want to say something respectfully, like, I respect every developer over there who makes content, right? I know this is not easy. And in fairness to them, from a PVE standpoint, they probably create more content than any live service game. Or one of, oh, up, up the top of Ekla. I will, I will have to give them that. Oh, so yeah, I will correct. not and, be and, dis- and then that's the priority. Yeah. Making the content aren't determining what the priority there we, are. Or, thank uh, you, Trav. I want to be or, clear. Or, yeah, yeah, or who how, who they're hiring or any of yeah, that that's stuff. High up not, that's not what exactly. I want to be clear at. My beef is with the high-ups. Developers at Bungie, I love you. You guys make great content when you're allowed to make the content you're supposed to make. But when it comes to the decisions up top, I've got a problem. This is the okey-doke. This is the finesse. You can't tell me you just got a bag from Sony. You just got a quad. You just got financial stability. Right. And we are supposed to say this is a good thing. This helps you. And then you come to us and say, hey, bro. Yeah. So all I can do is just one, you know, this one map, you know, that for the upcoming future. And, you know, yeah, Gambit. So, you know what? You don't even worry about playing that. If you don't want to play these modes no more, just play one mode nine times. Yeah. And, it's, and you're, yeah. <laughs> your, your ritual playlists are all now optional and whatever you want to live in. And like the big thing for Vanguard, we're getting strike scoring. And I'm like, yeah. like the financial guys, I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all too dominant right now. And y'all got a, the sad realities. If y'all don't turn this around, y'all going to learn a hard lesson. With play engagement, because I've been watching the play engagement at least on Steam. This oh, is on the, the Steam ooh, number is one of the lowest I've seen in a while. Ooh, I did look. Oh yeah, boy! Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, Achtung Baby Blog uh, comments. Yeah. I like PvP games where I don't spend a second thinking about how they're going to make maps. They just make them. Yeah, that is one hundred percent true. And I feel like in recent years, Bungie has used transparency mm. as a substitute for competence as a mm. studio. Mm. Hey, look. We can't do this thing. We can't make a good expansion. We can't put out content that you want to play, but we'll be super transparent about our lack of ability to do it. <laughs> yeah, this is higher up, man. There's some internal yeah. you know, decision making that, that I just strategic totally with. Yeah, strategic. That, that they're, yeah, they're, they're, it's very risky right now. They, they could be in danger. And look, we are, last thing I'll give it to you. Last thing I'll say is look. Final Shape could be great. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, doom and doom and gloom, but at the same time, they are. They are playing with fire right now because this is the first time in a long time, probably since Curse of Science, since we started, E, that the community you collectively like is like yeah. Travis. They are everyone is where Travis has been. They are there now. They're like, nope, this ain't it. You doing the okie doke bungee? We're not having it. No, this is a unified front. So I'm curious if there's going to be a pivot. I'm curious to see if this would, because I am actually seeing the numbers go down substantially on Steam charts. And I'm like, I'll well, tell it's people. Also like, this is always like tell one of the best years in games. Play other games. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, it's, if, you, if you lose your content creators, oh, if you lose the data, the people were saying leave or say. True Vanguard leave, out here like, making videos, talk about. True yeah, Vanguard's it. been making like 20 remnant videos. Like, about be about to be a Starfield main. Yep. <laughs> like, bro. It's crazy out here. Like, yeah. play a, what's the, what's the, what's the, F around. You're going you to find out. I'm sorry, but okay. Yeah, I don't know quite that, but yeah, like, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, then you get to the Gambit section. It's like, so unfortunately, the updates they made didn't move the needle for player engagement. And it's like, can you even tell me, at, like, off the top of your head what they did to Gambit for 
They said nope. primeval tuning, invasions, ammo economy, core activity fundamentals. It's like, but yeah, you said it, Travis. It's like nothing really moved the needle. It didn't, they didn't do, I mean, we joked about, hey, you could just do like PVE only, like boss mushroom, so you're not invading. You could change things up. Um, it's also, it's like when you do get a gun in a game, but playlist, it's got 12 million perk combinations, but if there's actually a decent gun in one of the main playlists, it's almost impossible to get it. Like my Riptide chill clip took me way too many rolls. Um, so we are going to get sometime during the year of final shape, by the way, not for at least six months, we are going to get the cathedral of scars, like the dreaming city map for Gambit ported up to the current version of destiny. But they also say Gambit is completely optional. As you said, the three, the three ritual playlist, the three, three, and three is now just going to be probably a checklist of do three, get an engram, do three, get an engram, do three, and get an engram. But it's just going to be of your overall rituals. You could run nine strikes, nine PVPs, and never touch Gambit again. And you want to watch those numbers drop even more than they already do. And they also said they're going to get some of the seasonal challenges away from Gambit as well. They may as well just take Gambit out. Like, it has potential as a theoretical work, like, something... But like they've given up on it and it is it is kind of done. So the fact that it's going to be there, they're just like, hey, it's going to live in the directory and make the little one, two, three look nice. But it doesn't serve much more than kind of a directory placeholder at this point because they truly have made it a hundred percent optional thing. There's going to be a machine gun in there. But we also figure out from today you're going to be able to go craft a retrofit escapade if you farm enough. And that's just probably a better gun anyway. So Gambit kind of died. And then, as I said, Vanguard they killed got- Gambit in the state of the game. Trade. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's the state of the game. Uh, Crucible's got one foot in the grave and Gambit's dead. Happy gaming, everyone. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> excited for August 22nd? You, you excited? Pre-order final shape. They're coming soon. Coming soon, y'all. Yeah. Pre-order, pre-orders are now open for <laughs> the final shape. We're bringing... <laughs> the final shape is less content. Nathan, Nathan Fillion returns to bury Crucible. And oh give God. it its final death. Yeah. It's like the, what is it, the Flash no. Show meme where he's leaning by the grave with a little peace sign? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. That's Nathan, I saw Nathan that one. He's going to stop by to take a pick with uh, two of the three dead uh, modes. And, and mm. crazy. Okay, so crazy. Vanguard is going to get strike scoring and medals again. Does that move the needle for you guys? I kind of want to know. Is that anything that's exciting about it? Does it matter? Nightfalls and Vanguard getting strike scoring. I predict that one year from now they'll be like, hey, we added medals to strikes and it did nothing to move the needle, so we're burying strikes. <laughs> I knew where that sentence was going before you knew that was going. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was like, you started that sentence yeah. and I was like, oh god. Yep, I yeah. knew I knew You're like, oh going. no, he's right. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna be like, you know, we tried really hard. We added medals, mm-hmm. and for some reason nobody wanted to play the same strikes over and over again. So I guess now we got to kill. But also, it's like, okay, so porting a strike forward. I don't, again, know what the lift is, but at least if your PvE content is popular, they pulled a lot of strikes out of the game. And yeah. again, there was a point we thought it was in the vault for a while to eventually come back. These things aren't making a comeback. And unless they pull a DCV, like, you know, whatever my miracle prediction was, like, unless they pull one of those, like, and which does not seem possible because lifting a map. Oh, by the way, when we were talking about what's the lift for like Wrath of the Machine? Oh, boy. we can't oh, get a, we can't even boy. get a, we can't even get a map right now. So mm. that new Wrath was over. When I was like, oh, this is it. You talk about a new asset? Oh, you talk about a new enemy class and a rework on exotic? Now what? What is it? Uh, what you call it? Prime? Oh no, we ain't getting that. I was like, we go get some Crota. We go get some Crota. We go get some nice, small and cute. I was like, yeah, yeah. I already see what it is now. 
All right. Well, Ooh. I mean, it's, it's just the battles that they're picking are very strange to me. If they're really so, honestly, I know you, I don't know if you guys have played Final Fantasy fourteen, um, but fourteen or sixteen. 14 MMO, right? Oh, the MMO. The MMO. MMO. No, I've never played it. I got to play it. I've never played it. The MMO uh, does this thing that I really respect, which is that they often have a lot of content that you can play, but when they don't, the game's director comes out and says, hey, guys, we're going to be heads down working on the next expansion. Don't play our game for a while mm. because we don't really have the resources to work on content, and we're not going to half-ass anything with like content trying to keep you logging in. I don't care if you log in, just go play other games. We'll be here. We'll, you know, we'll bring you back in a bit when we've got mm -hmm. something to show. And it, it seems increasingly like Bungie is, I, I, I empathize with them. Obviously I know how hard That's... game development is because That's... I, I talk to game developers every day and I, I'm very close to, to teams that, that make games. Um, but uh, I feel like they're walking very, a very, sensitive line of like wanting to keep everybody engaged and not really having the determination to actually create something that is worth playing and so they're shipping all this mid content to keep players engaged and i would include the entire lightfall expansion and its seasons in that um and i feel like at certain point the live service model fails you if you're not willing to actually commit to that model of creating right. content and you know if you if you don't have anything for strikes tell people not to play strikes for a I while mean, right and adding medals adding one map to gambit do you really think that's going to get engagement like do, at this point really, why add the map really, to gambit yeah are you really giving Make people a, map for a reason you yeah. give are you really giving people a reason to log in or should you if you're if you were really being honest with yourself are you guys super under a crunch about the final shape and you're just fully focused on that? And all of this shit is just more homework for you that you don't need. Should you just say, look, you can log in and play strikes if you want. We're not going to do anything special to support it. See you in six months for final shape. I would respect that way more than this, like, you know, breadcrumb method that they're giving us of like just mid content that no one really asked for or is excited about. I, I it just really bothers me. Yeah, no, it, it's it's the decision making. And, and and at the end of the day, it's like, again, I still struggle with the financial, I feel focused decisions, because I think part of this, you remember, we went to the GCX when they were talking about the, um, the debut of the seasonal model, and why they were moving away from the expansion model, right? And, you know, to give this consistent thing all year, but part of me now has to think, okay, yeah, but also, you you you're cool with providing paid if you want to say mid but less robust <laughs> content on a consistent basis you're cool with that then the other thing with the DCV it was just oh you know we're going to take this stuff away we're going to we this game's getting too big and we're going to bring it back call it twice the size exactly and, and and the thing also is you know we we still neglect we here at last word we talk about this but what also wasn't in this uh, state of the game was the new new player experience, which is still woefully That was my undercooked. discussion with Andy on the floor. I like yeah. woefully undercooked. Like there's no Red War campaign. There's no there's no starting base. There's nothing for a new player to come in here and and know what really is going on. And Travis, you know, his friend came in there hilariously would log in and get pop-ups of like five different missions to go here, go there. And Enjoy then your the Nest Cafe. What the hell? Yep. <laughs> and the minute you're done, it's like, all right, boom, here's this money, pay for it. Like it's just all over the place. So from a 
from a foundational level, from a structural level, the base is not good for the new player experience. And now the ritual activity, you're saying you're not doing anything. And this is where we are. So it's just, yeah, it's disheartening. It's just, it's disheartening. It's just, I'm very curious to see, you know, what this long-term plan, these risks that they're taking, clearly not on destiny, what they are, that they cannot do this right now. I'm very curious to see if this was the right decision long-term, whatever they decide. All right, now it's my turn to be a little angry. Uh-oh, let's go. Because it was just like, it was so blatantly, honestly, just a lie in here. I just have to laugh. And But I was just like, it's part of what I've talked about. I told you, it's an armor thing. They said a oh, long time ago, yeah. we shared a plan to address concerns on reward balance. Players have pointed out that we didn't release a new armor set for ritual playlists, as previously called in on a yearly release schedule. Delivering ritual armor sets at at the rates we have in the past has become increasingly challenging, especially considering these sets have historically had very low adoption on by both players as the base armor and cosmetic ornaments. I'm going to turn around and tell you exactly why they don't get adopted. One, cosmetically, they are the most generic sets that you can put out possibly on anything. They are suit of spaceman. Whatever it is, the moon set is a spacesuit, and the moon set looks better. On the other side, as a base set of armor, these stats are so terrible. Just to test it, I went to the Vanguard, and I focused a piece of armor, and I got a 52. Oh, no. The, a oh, focus. I got a 10 in discipline, but I got a 52 from a <laughs> focused ritual set. No, I'm sorry for the language coming up, cover yours if you need to, but no shit, they don't get adopted. Yeah, like, that ain't it, bruh. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I was so, I read that and I'm like, and then on the other side, everyone will come out and say Eververse is swimming in jellyfish Ooh. armor. Now, Woo! I will say, the dungeon got good armor, the season yeah. got jellyfish ornaments, the season pass got jellyfish ornaments, but if you're telling me there is somebody who can't make an armor set in a year, I call BS. I mean, I really do like one year to make one set of armor and you got three color palettes on it. That's all that set is that we're talking about. And the stats are terrible. So one, if you want it to ever be adopted, maybe one, make them a little more unique. You have a year. Let somebody let an artist who truly does like it's not a PVP map. Let an artist tinker for a year. Have fun. Um, Or however long they get to. And then on the other side, if you want stats, have them occasionally roll, not garbage. Yeah. That. I mean, also another complete issue, I, like when it comes to armor, it's like, I have a class item. I never see, need to see a class item There's again. No and I've got enough yeah. ornaments and skins for that anyway. So yeah. well, my stats are kind of, and at this point I'm getting, kind of getting to the point where I was like artifice armor. I'm like, well, if I have a 67, like on a normal mm-hmm. that has a good stat roll, mm-hmm. the equivalent of that is a 64 perfectly distributed perfectly, artifice yeah. armor to be the same. And at that right. point I'm like, it is not worth the effort to go for it. The juice is not worth the squeeze for artifice, even for the plus three, because at that point, that's all it does. Mm -hmm. But no, I mean, yeah, there, I, that's the, that is the easiest paragraph for me to tell you why. And it is so blatantly obvious, like, oh, they're not adopted that much. And (laughs) ornaments, like they are the most generic ornaments of that we've ever seen. And then the base armor, it's terrible. If you're just basing it on stats as you've got loadouts now, it is just garbage stats. That's why. Yeah. I mean, that was. Anyway, you guys can say what you want on this one. I just, I went off in my video on that one and I was just. <laughs> I think we, we, I have nothing we to... yeah, we beat this thing to death. We, yeah. we know what's going on. And like I said, it, it, it it's very curious. It seemed like a footnote to me. It was like, they just kneecapped uh, 
crucible and uh shot ga- uh gambit in the back of the head and yeah. then now they're talking about why they're not giving out seasonal armor and i'm like yeah i don't care i don't, I don't, I don't care about this at this point the ritual armor is the gambit of armor sets yeah there you go that pretty well yeah. sums it up oh that ritual armor, yeah it's, it'd be super trash but we are getting yeah. a new uh trials set of armor for season 22 so they can make something mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, trials does require you to own the expansion though so that is a uh, paid content uh, pathway yes 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 uh, i think that's the titan one i'm looking at kind of looks like a bear situation i think so i don't know um they go into game security i'm not going to all that they have been working on it it's a constant thing Again, I'm not the one who writes like an algorithm, but I know I've seen little clips here and there on Twitter about cheaters when they're like, why do they have heavy in the first round? That should be an instant flag. Like whatever your game is, whether it's in the code, in PvP, in your anti-cheat, if you for some reason fire a rocket and it's round one of trials, your account is suspended until review. Like that that should literally not happen. Now, I don't know how you do checks. What if it's a bug that lets you bring, you know what I mean? Exploits are allowed. Like what if you join a trials match when you're firing a rocket in a raid and then that causes you to enter you know enter the match with heavy ammo like you know st- stuff like i mean that. there like, could be weird things but that's why i said suspension not ban yeah yeah yeah. so yeah, it was yeah. like but also but there just, are things that i've heard people like flying around like player movement velocity like there's certain i feel like flags that i'm not a security developer for so again arm sharing hardcore but i do feel like when it comes to yeah um that like those are things that if you can visually see that this is messed up, I feel like, and again, maybe that's how good the cheats are as well. I don't know, but hence also why the people want dedicated servers to, yeah, anti-cheat is hard. So, yeah. You say visually see? Yeah, that's redundant. I know. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Fair. Um, stability updates. I will say, stability-wise, patches have been better. They did say they talk about the claim system. Tuesday patch has been down for whatever 90 minutes comes up. Hasn't been going down. I'm going to give them that, at least for the time being. It does seem improved. I don't know if it's perfect. I don't know if people are getting crashes. Mine has been stable. I'll just say that with the giant. PC, you're good. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Seasonal structure. Uh, Let's see. Oh, they said... Um, although we'll talk a bit more about, uh, this in our showcase, we're giving ourselves more freedom to stretch narratively in the gameplay systems throughout season 22 and 23. We hope you enjoy the rides. As for the seasonal narrative part, um, there are going to be like one more like additions to the veil containment. Mm -hmm. I know that's part of their main narrative push. How would you guys like to see a seasonal narrative delivered weekly? All all playable on week one. Where would you like to see? Yeah, don't get me st- don't get Prescott started on narrative. He's gonna just, just <laughs> he won't be happy about. It. I'm just saying like the delivery of it, not the actual like content that whether you're retconning or otherwise that I'm not going for, but just the delivery of it. Do you want like three packed weeks? Do you like the six? Do you? Do you not want to be spoon fed? Do you just want to knock it out in one? Like, where do you guys feel you would like to see it? I don't even know, man. I actually, the first, I'm curious what Travis has to say about this because I don't even know anymore. Because there's been some examples where they executed it, I felt okay, you know, pretty decently. Yeah. I and I don't um, mind a, I don't mind yeah. a weekly thing personally. Um, yeah. 
like if if you're gonna if you have a live service model and that's how you're telling your story like that's fine my problem has really been with the quality of the content and the fact that in order to extract the story you have to engage in really repetitive activities you know every week it's like do the do the same thing you did last week and then get a slightly changed storyline on top of that but i know that creating content is hard uh ironically one of the easy ways to make that less uh annoying is if it, if the content you're repeating has a multiplayer competitive component where it doesn't feel like you're doing the exact same activity over and over again so mm. i don't know I, it always cracks me up that like the most replayable content in a live service game is the content that De bungie seems to have no interest in working on um but yeah it's you know yeah. whatever like i said there's, there's there's examples when it was good and i'm like okay this is cool and there's examples where I was just like, man, this didn't hit, and I just kind of want to hurry up and get to where this is going. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. It's just, it's kind of like you guys just gotta tell a good story. If you tell a good story, you make me stay, right? It's it, it's really as simple as that. But where are you at? You think are you done with this season? I, I've always got the sense you you don't like the drip feed. It's a balance, like uh, mm -hmm. Zach and Chat was saying. Some seasons like Risen, story wrapped up in three to four weeks. That one, actually, you had a different, like, battleground each week. So you saw, so it was like an intro of each battleground. You had a story beat, and the four was the finale. That was like a pretty fast cadence, and you had meat on it. You had title, you had, um, why can I not think of Iron Ban Banana Guy? Saladin, uh, and yeah. you had Crow, and you had the, like, implications of what happened when Crow lost. Like, he was about to lose his life and then Saladin steps in now he's Brackus Forge cool stuff like that was actually cool now granted it didn't move a lot for the story but that was also with an expansion but that was like a good cadence turn around and you see this time where he had season of the defiance where we literally just had six weeks to kill Amanda and not a lot happened and while we did have variety in the locations which I didn't mind you went through twice so it's like right. if you've only got three to go through Use the story as a way to show me what you want. Show me the new stuff. Show me the variety. That's fine. And then if it's like, okay, you're done at three weeks, wrap it up in four. Um, deep dives felt a little stretched. Like, I like deep dives. I like deep dives. But, like, the story was stretched, I would say. So it's like, four is good. I know that leaves a longer point in the season. But also that would be, if the season was four, and then the seasonal holiday event, was fresher that wouldn't be so bad but you would actually have to invest in the holiday event which is right. mostly just eververse and microtransactions so i don't know how much they make out of those but yeah. if that was actually reinvigorating each time had a couple other things in between you know you could have some fun with your bound your timing there but i mean the ones that were a little shorter have felt better the ones that were they haven't done like an eight or a nine in a while Right. So I don't know. But they also say, I mean, last one, what last season, they're like, hey, we're going to get rid of the grid model. They moved the grid to the seasonal challenges. Yeah. Now they made to where you could unlock like seven out of 10 in the first week if you grind it out, which I appreciated. There were a couple that were time gated, but not too many. So again, mm -hmm. if they can just drop the grid and figure out a way to do that, not a developer saying it again, but if they like truly drop the grid and like season 22 is different, then that would be kind of a, th I'd be curious to see how that plays out. So again, more like if the story and the activity justifies it, 
a little bit of length, but I mean, four to six feels like kind of the sweet spot for them. Any longer than that, it's definitely getting along in the tooth, I would say. I, I don't even know if people have a problem with like, because the grid is just an upgrade path, right? Right. It's not a particularly offensive idea in a game. Like you want upgrade paths and seasonal upgrades are not a not. It's a more than just you stare at it for five weeks. Like can't get that till week five. Yeah, it's you stare. It's the time gating and the fact that how you upgrade it is you replay the exact same activity with no narrative yeah. progress or anything like that. So I would just say, look, if your story is three to four weeks long and that's what you want the story to be, make the upgrade path take three to four weeks to complete and make it align with your story or if you don't want it to have a uh, time gates at all then allow people to unlock it early without having to stare at it that entire time so i just think it's more the way the grid has been implemented and the fact that every single season we know we're gonna hit that button and we're gonna pull up a grid and it's gonna have upgrade path yep. and it's just like the level of predictability and like the formula gets really dry after a while but i you know, the idea behind it of like, hey, every season there should be some sort of progression system. I don't think that's even that big of a deal. I just think it's, you know, the way that it's been presented and, and the way how stale it's gotten has started started to become offensive, especially to me, because I never completed those grids. So like <laughs> now, it, like never, dude, I've never completed one of them because I play through the story and then I jump back in Crucible and my Crucible efforts have historically not been rewarded at all in season. So, um, you know, I'm just I'm out here just beat, beating my head against the wall of the soon to be dead multiplayer mode, formerly known as PVP. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, I, I, I think they should just present it differently. Maybe yeah. make it easier to complete for people who are not yeah. going to log on 12 weeks in a row in and a row, prefer yeah. to log on yeah. for just the three or four that they actually have story content. Yeah. for. I mean, the fact yeah. that we were in like, we're going to be in like week 12, get something for veil containment for people who haven't played in almost six months. And that's potentially yeah. a decent story reveal. It's like that, that part's a little rough on the story. So it's like the veil containment. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if I approve on that one because at this point, as I know, it's a weekly thing. I'm going to wait till the final week of the season, go park my butt in front of there and just record it all. So I've got it. But mm -hmm. most people, I mean, Passy and other people have like called out, hey, check out Veil Containment, a.k.a. our method didn't work. So a lot of people have missed this kind of thing. Pretty much. Um, for season 22, they have a couple of quality life upgrades. You're going to be able to favorite shaders. There's mm -hmm. our there's our fashion guy. Drastity, you know, look, Drastity, we, we approve this. I mean, we approve. I mean, that that is a good feature. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't uh, know why you put it at the end of the seppuku post that you created. <laughs> let's go if you don't know what seppuku is travis would you please tell the audience <laughs> if you do not know what seppuku is i will serve as your kaishaku nin when you commit it i am more than happy to do that <laughs> oh. you've clarified it greatly thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. go thank play you. ghost thank of you. tsushima it's kind of great yes, uh, yes, seppuku is a ritualistic suicide and the kaishaku nin is your uh partner who beheads you at the quote moment of agony once you've uh successfully disemboweled yourself I, I give you relief by <laughs> chopping your head off, uh, which is, you know, it's good. I, I look through. I'm not a big fan of Japanese culture, but they got some things right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the highlight he chooses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course it would be. We have uh, stasis aspects and fragments are moved to the vendor system. Again, just kind of like, sure, long overdue, but sure. Uh, trans mats mm -hmm. will now be unlocks as opposed to consumable. I feel like this is kind of late to the game. I feel like ghosts need to have uh, ornaments 
Because, mm. I mean, what's the point? Like, ghosts need to have ornaments and the mods don't need to have costs. Just like, that's yeah. just weird. Uh, they're going to have a resource tab added to collection. So, like, your seasonal... All of your currencies are now going to have oh. a whole thing. Yeah, so you yeah. get your own page of seasonal tokens, armor sense, world event, miscellaneous, all your currencies in one in a whole different book. How convenient. There we go. Uh, Iron, Banner, Iron Banner challenges will be split. So those who want to wear the armor to, like, get the reputation will be one thing. Or no, to match the subclass, I think, is one. And then if you don't care about the subclass then you're going to be able to go after pinnacle rewards a different way. It's like, so there will be a slight variation there. I'm honestly okay if they get rid of some of that because it would always force like, hey, it's on Fortress and everybody, and you have to be Void. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, pick another yeah. subclass at least to mix it up. Like, Arc would be more fun. Like, yeah. Um, ritual rank-ups are going to happen immediately in-game. I guess that's a weird thing. Um, and then we've got some previews of stuff that's coming up mostly. Mm, and then they said, uh, reinforcing our goals for the year. They said they want to expand players' imaginations. If you want to have players' imaginations be how we can create and fix the game as an armchair developer, we're getting good we at that. Imagine, we can yeah. imagine what content it is. Yeah. Bring challenge <laughs> back. The bring challenge back to Destiny has gone over poorly for some people, I think. Um, enrich our content. We have questions about that one, but we previously discussed them. And connect our guardians. So they do say in 23. That's going to be your um, fire team finder. So not this season, but next season. Next season. Okay. So they're going to have that ready. Um, can't tell us too much. And that's the biggest thing. They say, can't tell you too much. Showcase is coming up. Showcase is coming up. Can't tell you too much. That's why this is also part of the other half of what I read. Besides, you know, Crucible, we didn't build our studio the right way and Gambit died. Um, there's so much they can't say right now. That's why I right. feel like the timing on this is just odd. Yeah, uh, they say the final shape and its raid because people have had like different thoughts about the way they delivered the story experience. The final shape and its raid will provide a climactic conclusion to the light and darkness saga before we look ahead at what comes next in Destiny 2, which that sentence makes me think two things. One, you're going to want to play the raid to probably beat the witness. Just a hunch. No idea, by the way, just guessing, but it does seem kind of clear. The other one is. They say that those things are going to happen before they look ahead at what comes in the light and dark before what comes next in Destiny 2. I'm like, so you remember before in Final Shape or the Final Shape showcase when I was like, hey, do you think we're going to get those title cards about the future stuff? Oh, yeah. Now I'm really questioning them. Like, are we not going to get anything Ooh. about the future until we see Final Shape? And that is something I don't think the audience wants. They, a lot of people right, right now want to know if there's a reason to log off after Final Shape plus two or something. Like, if yeah. you beat the campaign, they're like, like right around that time, it was like which we saw like the little diagrams, like Witch Queen. Then we saw Lightfall up there for the first time. We saw that kind of PowerPoint, so to speak, of what's to come. It is going to be interesting, right? At, at this showcase, if you we get any idea post final shape, even if from a from a name a code name perspective or yeah. what it is, or if at all, you know, uh, some idea of the future. Because there's a lot of people like I need to. A lot of content creators, as Travis said, if you lose your content creators, that's tough. And content creators, like I mean, we talked to a few of them, plenty of them on the floor. Yeah. Names I didn't mention. Sorry if I forgot you. We talked to a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. But some people are like, how, how, are we, how are we looking? Is this a game that's going to go on for the next three or four or five years? Or is this like yeah. this final shape? Is there a break? Like some people want to know for like 
channels, content, and future? Like, do I need to like divert right now and start making alternate channels, working on covering other stuff? Mm -hmm. Again, that's not a bad idea in general, but also it's like, as it's a main for some people. Imagine, imagine if your livelihood was invested in Crucible's future and you read state of the game. Bro. How would that, how would that ruin your weekend? That's why, that's why you keep yeah. seeing videos like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm out. It's like, yo, I don't have any confidence. I should still be here. <laughs> I got to pay the rent this month. <laughs> Not with these PvP updates we ate. <laughs> like, it is what it is. Um, it's being real. So, yeah, it's like, I mean, they've talked about bringing back the challenge in Destiny. They mentioned, like, you know, Nightfall's coming in and stuff like that. And then for challenge, I think MRI said it. He's like, the difficulty's all over the place. You have Root of Nightmares, which contest mode everybody kind of walloped and then you've got deep dive pressure trial level seven absolute kind of kick your butt mm -hmm. and then grandmaster psyops battlegrounds on the moon that's damn near not impossible but extremely like probably not well balanced to a point it's very frustrating so it seems to be very inconsistent on their difficulty right now so i'm not entirely sure how that's going to play out they say enrich their content um they got in Season of Defiance. You got the Avalon exotic mission. I did forget about Avalon. That's another one that we'll find. I was trying to think like exotics that are going to go into the rotator next year. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll get to that in a little bit. They also mentioned this Pathfinder thing, which is... So finally, we oh, called, yeah. out, called out back in February that we are initially targeting more changes to ritual content in the final season of the year. That'll be 23. While we, while we made the change, uh, the recent decision to push this initiative to final shape, so now 24, we have plans to replace some bounties with a more rewarding and engaging tentatively uh, system tentatively called the Pathfinder. This is going to be debuted on the new destination and final shape, and we're currently nailing down a plan on how we can use this new system to replace the core ritual bounties for the new year. And it kind of looks like it's all, I mean, you can see literally some of them. If you've ever seen the filler graphic, like when they forgot to put something in a destiny, it's that bright pink one. So yeah. they probably get to stand out and still gets missed sometimes. It looks like if you go through, and I wonder if that's a point where you're like, hey, you're in strikes. And it's because it's got a cone. So you got five options, then four, then three, then two, then one. And it's probably like, get 20 kills, get 20 sniper kills. And if you like, however your path kind of works through there, kind of like bounties. And then if you do a few of them, then you get a reward. I wonder if that's kind of what they're doing. Again, not a clue, just all speculation. And then they say the fire team finders coming in season 23. They'll say it's that. So at least that hasn't been pushed. Yeah. Still coming. Um, so that was the state of the game. And they dropped that on Thursday when lots of content creators, not all of us, but yeah. some were at GCX. So that was a fun thing to digest in a hotel. Mm -hmm. how, how, how was the how did, how was this received at the show by the way did it just take the wind out of the sails of that is that why cog stayed in his hotel all saturday he was just crying no cog is <laughs> cog just had other stuff to do which i don't know what it was you know what you know what it was is he was on vacation and you were working when he goes to gcx he, that's his day off bro for you really? it's your super bowl you know florida, you're ready florida in august of which the suit man can vote for not the whoa best whoa, weather man. for vacation granted it's 106 in dallas it is right if you now. stay in the hotel well yeah, fair nice. yeah he's on the he's on the leviathan you know he's good stay by the pool yeah dude yeah. he's callous man black callous he's chilling <laughs> homie. Eat world, so I was chilling. He's doing it. <laughs> uh no i would say <laughs> no. it was received very poorly by a lot of people yeah. i saw because it was i was coming in, i got in thursday just morning. lots of frowning faces at gcs just like why did why did they put it out at gcs let's see <laughs> 
so crazy. Well, no, the worst part was like Chef Andy, not a lot of people knew. Yeah. Um, Jared, who's part of the Bungie Foundation, one of the um, producers there, not a lot of people knew him. I bumped into and talked to both of them, but Cosmo, a lot of people know Cosmo, and he's like the one recognizable yeah. face on the floor. And if people were walking up and talking to him, I got to imagine some of those were like, just maybe I I think people in person are still going to be a little more reasonable, but I got to imagine a couple of people tried to like say something, whatever. And he probably he set have. him up. Maybe Bungie was trying to kill Cosmo. They were oh like, we'll God. send him, we'll send him into the lion's den. And then right when he gets there, we'll unleash this bad news. And that'll, yeah, it was an assassination attempt on their community what? manager. <laughs> Suicide mission. Bungie, not cool, man. Not cool, bro. It's like, hey, that next is. time, warn let me get home. Put it out on Sunday. I don't care. Just let me be home. Yeah, but in all, in all fairness, in all fairness, Cosmo definitely knew that was coming that day. Yeah, so yeah they know. They good know. on him. That that guy's yeah. got balls. Oh, yo, good on them for still showing and doing that panel. Yeah, they he showed up on that yeah. day when he knew everyone was going to hate him. So you know, Cosmo's yeah. a real one, man. He's he a real. I, I love Cosmo. He and I go back. And he's he's awesome. great. Like I said, I don't have any problem with any developers at Bungie. Any I, I love your guys' yep. team. I love your game, but what I you know, as a gamer, I'm just disappointed. I, there's something there's something uh, wrong. Something yeah. rotten in the state of Denmark is what I have to say. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I will say this: I felt like everybody that I experienced out there, the, the energy was respectful. It was fun. Yeah, people. I mean, still generally, love it, was... it was one of those like. You grab a drink, you put your arm around somebody's chat, like, so about that state of the game, though. And everybody goes, oh, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. It, that was the consistent it was energy. Like the ling- it was like the I- lingering like, rain cloud that was yeah. not, not too bad for the weekend. Because honestly, I had a lot of fun talking to yeah. a bunch of awesome people, had a good time meeting people and all that stuff. But it's like, if you think about how's Destiny doing, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, it's just yeah, like that. the rain cloud that's kind of back there. Not around yeah. too much, but it's like, it's in the, you're like, yeah, there's, there's that still over there. Got to get true. to that at some point. Mm-hmm. Ran into a very popular PvP player right at the beginning of GCX, uh, just after the state of the game dropped to say they were upset was an understatement. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like uh, my dad once worked uh, at a company. He he likes to tell the story. Speaking and they had of somebody big... I ran into at GCX. Sorry, Carly. There you go. Oh, my dad. You ran into my dad. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's a, he's a huge, huge Destiny player. Huge <laughs> Destiny player. Um, yeah, no, uh, my dad My dad told me this story once that uh, at Thanksgiving, they threw a giant feast for um, the team that he worked on. My dad's a carpenter, so he's like always worked in, you know, like, you know, blue collar jobs and just you know, doing stuff. And uh, at the Thanksgiving dinner, they announced that they were laying off everybody at the dinner. Um, and so they sort of did it as like a red wedding feast, right? Like they, Yo, get, they put a lollipop in your mouth and then they, they stick the needle in you, you know, they, like, it was like one of those things. And so, uh, that group responded by, uh, having an enormous food fight and destroying that cafeteria. They just started throwing turkeys at each other and like just going ballistic. And I, I love that story because it's like, you know, you, you try to control like I saw somebody in the comments saying like, oh, they probably did it at GCX because they knew all the content creators would be there and wouldn't be able to make videos about this state. I think that's extremely pessimistic way to view of it. I don't think that that's what happened. I think probably they thought, you know, oh, it'll be a good time. The community will be together. We can digest it, maybe do damage control. Cosmo will be there. I think they probably did it with the best intentions. It's just such a bad look. But uh, yeah, that was uh, 
very red wedding of them to invite PVP content creators into the house and then tell them that they were killing their baby. It's uh, brutal, but you know, whatever. It's, there's no good way to break that news. No, I there's mean, not. Yeah, there's no good way. I mean, they 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 showed up. I give them credit for even coming to the thing. I, I I don't I don't know if I would be able to come and face that, even though they didn't necessarily have anything necessarily to do with that particular state of the game, but. Yeah, it was it was it was interesting. It was interesting, but I, I do think the energy was more positive. I, I think I don't feel again. I can't speak for them. They know what they experienced, or the people who rolled down on them. I could only go by what I saw, and for what I saw, I felt people were respectful and then really like go yeah. attack them or mention that no, kind of stuff. It's, I will say, yeah, the the general vibe there. It's like you know everybody's going to have their thoughts about it or whatever. But the general vibe at GCX was pretty fun and positive. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, I will want to bring up some news we got today before we get into the yeah. toy, though. Um, yeah. our faithful commander, uh, Zavala oh, yeah. and Lance Riddick, rest, uh, rest in peace from earlier this year. We know we lost him. Ever we had been wondering, kind of speculating what was going to happen. We do actually know now that he has been recast. Uh, and you've got the voice of Keith David, who you guys almost know the actual roles. Like I've seen him in. Tons of movies and stuff over the years, and then also Halo. He's in. He's a legend, dude. Yeah, he's been around forever. Captain Anderson. He is an absolute legend. His film, his filmography, his video game career. He's been in a ton of video games. Never forget, he's Captain Anderson in Mass Effect. Captain Anderson, baby. Anderson. Uh, He, uh, yeah, he's you know, I love him in Community. (laughs) You guys remember that? He was in one season of Community, and he crushed it. He's probably like one of the only good things about that season. but yeah, uh, this is, you know, Lance, Lance is still, my heart's still broken for, for his, the loss there. It's crazy. But like Keith David is a goaded actor and he's also a goaded voice performer for video games. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be surreal, but kind of exciting to see how he, how he pulls off, uh, final shape i'm I'm actually kind of excited i i uh, I mean keith david's a legend dude i mean like so it's it's pretty cool i was like i would say the interesting thing is they are both very talented lance riddick has such a distinct style to his voice yes. and yes. so does keith david, keith david. so yeah, he yeah. is gonna have to make he's not gonna be able to like try and like be a I lance what riddick do i wonder what he'll do his yeah yeah i think he's gonna have to embrace a little bit more of himself because their voices are just far enough apart yeah they are so distinct i think it's gonna have to be him but also like respect the talent that's behind it as well and his respect for lance you know has got to be like off the charts so when it comes to what he's going to give to the role i think he's gonna just give everything he can it's going to be a different feel but i still think it's going to be a very respectful one so as you said it's like in the unfortunate situation where we lost somebody way too early in life i think bungie has chosen way early crazy like i think they've got a good choice to see how this goes and this also means i think like zavala's got a lot of stuff to do he's got a lot of stuff because they wouldn't go for somebody like him for like "Eh, let's just kill him off the final shape i was actually thinking about that and i was thinking maybe it is just a one game thing because keith david's pretty prolific i feel like he's got other stuff busy i am that's a good point and and nathan fillion is too and so i'm wondering are they bringing all these characters back for one last hurrah because we're not going to be seeing a lot of these people you're going to kill off the whole vanguard and we have a dark i'm I'm thinking darkness and light saga maybe these roles are either not as important or perhaps gone altogether i'm not really sure but i could see it 
either way. I, I don't I didn't take away from this that Zavala is here to stay. I just took away from this that uh he's definitely going to have a large role to play in yeah. the final shape at the very least. But I, I wouldn't bank on anything beyond this. It also perplexes me why they wouldn't I mean, maybe the timing didn't work out, but this felt like it could have been announced at the state of the game and kind of leaned into GCX energy and maybe made it less of a, a turd sandwich. Um, it just feels like a little odd. odd that could be anything just when like, you never know when contracts get signed, when contracts, things get official and stuff like yeah. that. Who knows? So. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? No, this is in the works. I, I loved it. This was, this was emotional because I, this is a subject that is really near and dear to me outside of Zavala and the last running situation. Um, this kind of stuff kind of, bothers me when it came to like uh black panther and, and chadwick boseman and to me there's some things that don't get me wrong respectfully like the characters that we love that played them and they passed away you're like damn this is a huge void but i'm always of the mindset that you cannot just kill the character off because of a human tragedy that kind of thing yeah. and some characters are important and, and, and in the video game space zavala is important to, to, to a destiny and and what it means especially the titan vanguard so I love this. Uh, this is the type of stuff I want to see. I think Lance would have loved this, uh, to be honest. Yeah. With you. you know what I mean? I mean, and, he um, wouldn't. He wouldn't love. I mean, clearly, <laughs> you, you know were here. I mean. it was, he, he's, he's looking down, yeah. saying yeah. like he's, he's giving the two thumbs like, up. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I think he would agree with this based on the circumstances. You know, and um, this is fantastic. He is a legend, Keith. Man, I grew up with Keith. Like this is. It couldn't have got any more better choice than this. So. I'm excited to see what his spin on it is. One thing he did mention in his little video response, which I like that he gave to the community, which showed me a reverence for the role, the understanding the gravity of the situation and how with the Destiny community, how we love Lance. Like Lance was destiny. Like he breathed it. So to see him talk about that and the integrity of the character and how he, he watched how Lance played it, he's going to try to bring that to it. And then obviously we'll see what his own little inflection is, but this is great. And again, we'll see what happens with the future of Destiny. But from a voice actor standpoint, I'm always a fan of this type of stuff. So yeah, this, this was cool to see. Uh, final thing we got for today, once the twid did actually drop, still weird to say it. You don't know if I'll ever get right. used to it. It's like, it's 10 years twid. ingrained. Oh my God. I the still twid, 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 the twid. No, I mean, it's 10 yeah. years ingrained. I've messed, I've crossed it every shouldn't other it week. Be, shouldn't it be twab and they should just merge them together? I guess unless they're, uh, when Marathon comes out, if they're doing two different articles, that's my only guess. They're just setting the precedent now. Uh, The one big piece that we got out of this week outside of just like times for the showcase, which is exactly what I think they said before. August 22nd, 9 a.m. Pacific is the showcase. 8 a.m. Pacific is the pre-show, which we've seen the pre-show before with testimonials and stuff like that. Shout out to some of them that they probably recorded at GCX. I got a free art book, so maybe I'll be in there. Maybe I won't, but um. Unfortunately, like my thing about the showcase being 9 a.m., I feel like they've done two hours before like the season drops. The showcase, the new season drops one hour from the showcase. Like I'm barely going to be able to like digest the showcase and it's like new season out. It's like it's so fast. So to be able to figure out what they talk about final shape, maybe the future, jump into the new season. It's like I don't even know when I'm going to digest that stuff. It's going to be a weird cadence of videos. I know that. And that, that would be a good time to have, um, like, as to cross his editing team, he'll just watch it live, yeah. record, send it off, and they'll have it up in his channel in, like, 30 minutes. So, shout out to him. Uh, but the big one is the Exotic Rotator. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. kind of a W. Mm. This actually, they're doing more with the Exotic Rotator than I thought they were going to because 
Uh, you want to know, I want to point something out. We're over 160 minutes in, and the show's at 1440p. Hasn't picked up once. Clean, smooth. And once the stream ends, we all know I'm going to do the dance of joy. I know, dude. You needed to hear that. You needed to hear that. So fiber is alive. And yes, I was like, as many people in my neighborhood as can get it, then they'll be happy too. So it's really? half the price. Half the really? price of what is, I was is paying. It a, is, it a, is it a small business, by the way? No, it's ATT. Like oh, that oh, wow. sucks. Like, oh, I don't, I mean, no, it's literally going to be AT&T or Spectrum in Dallas-Fort Worth. Like, you have two companies. That's yeah. it. They well, all well, bought the rights for everything. Part of the cool thing about Fiverr is in, in a lot of counties, it allows third parties to, like, use their infrastructure to provide their own service. So yeah. it's, like, a competitive edge. And so yeah. that's allowed, like, California to have a ton of, like, small businesses that are basically just, like, sticking it to Comcast and AT&T. And it's well, awesome. Well, yours is ridiculous. It's like so, 10 gig for, like, 40 bucks or something. Yours is? Yeah, I pay, I pay 60 bucks a month. I get 10 gigs. Yeah, and, and the best customer service I've ever had, not just by any ISP, but by any like company. That's period. crazy. That's like, impressive. They're the nicest people. Yeah, like uh, there was fires a couple years in the area where they're located. It's like north of San Francisco, and their employees personally sent me a message being like, "Hey, sorry if we respond late, our houses burned down, and we're all sleeping in the office." Oh my god. Together. And I was like, bro, you're, like, you're like, good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're, I think you're off the hook, my guy. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, Yo. yeah, like, I refer everyone I've ever talked to in the Bay Area. I, I refer to them to them. I'm like, yeah, these guys are the, the coolest dudes I've ever worked with. They are, I've never had complaints for them. Super good. And it's like, I hate Comcast. I hate them. Like, I will never move to a place that Straight up, deal forces break. me to have Comcast. Yeah. AT&T. That's an immediate yeah. deal breaker. Agreed. Um, Horrible yeah. experiences with them. They're also, lobbying to make it harder to do the things like they, they want to you know add premium routes well, to the oh, internet internet should be utility and they're going in the opposite direction yeah, they like, want it to go the other way they've got, yeah just if anything you can do to not support those guys would be awesome so i recommend moving to places that don't yeah, i mean escape the, escape the duopoly or whatever whatever yeah. it is today uh anyway yes shout out for fiber um awesome yeah but the fact that it was like no data cap and then because we already have wireless through them just because we get a couple options here as well that's that's like it's literally half the price it's and it was half the price after i complained it's less than half of what it was originally like bumped up to so no i'm pumped anyway back to the exotic mission rotator sorry for the detour um mm-hmm. they're actually doing a lot so the seasonal exotic missions that we they you know when stuff goes into the content vault the seasonal exotic missions don't have anywhere to go they'd like to have a place for those this is where they will live um, speaking of stuff like uh, the Vexcalibur mission and probably something that we're going to get next season because we're due, I'm sure. Um, they will go into this in final shape year as well. Uh, they also say a place to get their catalysts. So something Ooh, like Revision Zero's catalyst, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and then also, this is the one I did not expect and kind of impressed because right now your options for legacy seasonal rewards are basically dares, depending on what the week's rotation is, which there's a couple right. websites that have it, and then Zer and Banshee. And it's just like, throw a dice, hopefully you're home for five hours, Banshee yeah. has this role kind of thing. Um, so they say each mission will feature a normal and legendary difficulty. Um, each mission will have a pool of seasonal weapons, and then it's going to kind of just, each one will have, like the groupings will all work, work the same way. So Presage will reward Dead Man's Tale. It will now be craftable, and I think all of these are going to be craftable now. And also says it has a new trait pool. So if you have what you consider to be a good roll, awesome. maybe there will be a new good roll. 
And then the armor and weapons coming from Season of the Haunted. So you've got Nezarek's Whisper, Bump of the Night, Tears of Contrition, Hollow Denial, Fire Fright Without Remorse, which I don't think a ton of people love those. But then you got Callus Mini Tool, Drang, Ostring, or Beloved, like a bunch of PvP and PvE stuff. So decent one there. I think Vox Obscura is probably going to be the least played just by looking at yeah. everything we got. Dead Messenger, again, craftable with an additional trait. I don't know if it's going to be like an origin trade or what they're going to do. So yeah, some tweak there where you're still going to need to go unlock the craftable to get the good one. Uh, mm -hmm. The weapons here are explosive personality or current impact uh, under your skin, which is a craftable bow, sweet sorrow, craftable arc, auto rifle, thoughtless okay. sniper, peace of mind, pretty popular PVP um, pulse rifle. And then the mm -hmm. tusked allegiance armor set. Oh, I should clarify to do presage. You need to either own beyond light or season of the haunted previously. Of Box Obscura, you need to own Witch Queen. Same with the next Queen or Season of the Risen. And then Operation Seraph Shield. By the way, this is going to make it even more complicated because new players are not going to understand why oh, I know. they can't play. Yeah. Old, you know. If you got PlayStation, apparently that Sony partnership's going to do okay because coming up on August 15th, oh, yeah. Witch Queen is going to be on oh. uh, PlayStation Extra and Premium. So they're putting this down a second time because the first time they yep. put what Beyond Light. Yep. They, um, so that's how they Witch utilize Queen's, the relationship. Okay. Yeah. Witch Queen's going to be on there. Uh, five days from now, I guess. Mm -hmm. So Seraph Shield is the big one. I'm pretty sure that's the one that's going to be played drastically the most because one, it's revision zero, still craftable, but that thing has four intrinsic trade upgrades and four catalysts. And then you've also got the seasonal weapons of Fire and Forget, uh, linear, I believe, Triple Canary, craftable arc bow, disparity. I forget what that one is. Path of Least okay. Resistance, Judgment of Kelgrath. You got a glaive, retrofit escapade. Or a void Ooh. machine gun. That is a very good one. That is not in a raid. So you'll be able to work on getting that. And again, all of these legendaries will be ones that have a chance to drop. And I'll explain the drops here in a second as red borders. And the big one, probably if you never got it, which shout out to Blackwings because he never got it. The Eikolos SMG. As for the Eikolos hand cannon sniper and uh, shotgun, I could mostly care less. But the SMG is god tier. And Wait. then can't doesn't Zer sell the Eikolos SMG all the time? He sometimes does, but you would have to either... I mean, that'd be one of the places to use your deep side harmonizers. But again, like the actual God Roll, I haven't seen since that season existed. You're talking about the God Roll specifically. I was like, I never got yeah. the SMG. Because it had a specific role, right? Yeah, I mean, you want Volt Shot Feeding Frenzy. So it's like if you ever... So the way the weapon crafting will work, the first time you complete the mission, normal or legendary, you're going to get the craftable pattern, period. You're going to get a deep sight one. If you extract the pattern, you have the pattern, you have the gun. Easy. Each completion on a normal or legendary will, will uh, reward an intrinsic upgrade. Best example I have is Revision Zero, where it was like the little baby stat bumps as you kind of got the completion yeah. upgrades. And then the legends. Apparently, yeah. I have all. I got all three, but then I didn't do the. Last you have to one. do fourth the mission one. Again yeah. After. yeah. No, I did the fourth one too. But then after you get them all, you have to go back and do the event <clears> one more time <throat> to trigger it. So I just never did that part. Yeah, it's good. That's weird. Uh, and then every legendary completion will get you the catalyst. So if you want all the catalysts for revision zero, you're going to be running it four times on legendary. Now for armor. And cool. A little Ar too late. I would say yeah. they've been promising a solve for missing catalysts and exotics for long a time. Long time. Oh, yeah. long time. It's, yeah, yeah. it's sort of like one of those things where I wonder if we have a little bit of Stockholm going on. You know? <laughs> no, I mean, you're not like, wrong. Oh, yeah, we're so happy by this thing, by the breadcrumbs you left us, the scraps that we actually got after we, years. Of we recognize thing. what's going on here. We yeah. just 
Appreciate wanna, it. It was hey, remembered. I'm just, I'm taking a W where we get them. That's yeah. all I'm doing. I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, it is good news. No uh, so the armor and weapons. Them. So the normal and legendary versions of the mission have separate weekly reward lockouts. So weekly mission rewards, one guaranteed deep sight weapon that has not had its pattern unlocked and armor piece and or armor piece that has not already been obtained. Um, if all weapon patterns and armor have been unlocked, you will get a world drop on every completion. Doesn't matter what, how many times you run it, you will receive an additional weapon from the mission's weapon pool. However, it's not like a knockout list or anything and no guaranteed deep sight, but you can basically run it over and over and you have a chance at deep sight. So farming your exotic missions for the stuff you're going for, you might be running these things a lot, but you do have a path to get some of these old weapons. Alongside the mission awards, there's also the weekly challenge, which is going to be your director yellow guy. Uh, the weekly challenge has the same armor and weapons pool as the exotic mission. Uh, the challenge rewards will be will output be pinnacle. Uh, one guaranteed deep sight weapon that you don't have the pattern for. Uh, if you have all the weapon patterns, you're going to get armor. If you have all of both, it's going to be a random drop. But the idea is for people who did not have some of these weapons and armor unlocked before, exotics and catalysts, they're now finally giving you a path to get them. And then I hope as they bring more of these exotic... And this is kind of the like, yes, it is good, but also it's like, okay, so you've got Excalibur for somebody who didn't buy yeah. Season of Defiance, yeah. for example. You're going to have to wait a year for this to get into the rotator. Then you're going to have the Defiance weapons that come in there. So it's just going to be a while. So it is, again, this stretching of the content when it gets there. It's like, yeah. it's good there's a path for him. Um, but yeah, just a little, if you think about it long term, it is kind of takes a while to get there sometimes, but it is good to see. So, mm -hmm. uh, But yeah, you do have to own the expansions that these were tied to. So if you if you ever see a point where like Steam, PlayStation, Xbox have these things on sale, I mean sometimes you see like the legacy for like nineteen bucks or something like that. That's all the old stuff. Like that'd be a time to pick it up. That kind of thing. Uh, other than that, they say like age gating changes and all that is, is it sounds like legislation around the world. Bungie wants to make sure they honor it. So on the fifteenth next week, you need to log into all of your stuff again whether it's the Bungie companion app, whether it's destiny item manager, whether it's D2 checklists, whatever you have used their stuff for, you're going to need to re log in again. So I would do it next week as opposed to being at final shape, trying to use dim and be like, Oh God, what do I have to do? <laughs> but do it next can. week before final shape chaos happens. Facts. Facts. Um, Psyops battleground moon is returned and the reward is Braytech Osprey. So no, thank you. And Ooh. showcase. Like, literally, I don't think there's a great perk combination on that whole gun. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> all right, somehow we caught up with all of that in under two hours. Mm -hmm. oh, that's exciting. Golf clap. Gotta love a two-hour show. Yeah. I love it. Nice. I, j I joked with my wife. I was like, it's the time we have to blow through everything that it's not going to go mm -hmm. extra long. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We, oh, my God, there's still a whole on. I was just going to say, Titans got crapped on yesterday. That's mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Next time. yeah, they came for y'all. I like some of y'all exotic changes. The ACD feedback I thought was pretty cool. I can't decide if that's going to be worth it, though. I really can't. It doesn't Titan seem exotics. like it is. Are bad. The only the annoying thing about Holifier is they're like, hey, they're going to replace it with a perk that lets you build more into sunspots. They don't tell you what that perk is. Why? <laughs> Why would you leave it out? What the hell? Um, The whole Ice Phantom, Doom Fang, Pauldron, Eternal Warrior, it's all just into the tier four bonuses if you use the right type of weapon um 
Warlocks, if you like blinking, you'll be blinking yeah, more and happily. Uh, Geo Mags is literally just a buff for that one. It probably still needs yeah. to be more powerful, but as for Ionic Traces getting super yeah. energy, like probably better because those are common. Wings mm -hmm. of Sacred Dawn just live in the air. Winter's Guile, they're messing with uh, Stasis on that one. Yeah. Hunters, Renewal Grasp, I heard that's actually coming back into reasonableness. Lucky Raspberry, mm -hmm. they're just rebuilding. Um, just to take, and they're also making arc bolt grenades. It sounds like arc bolt grenades just overload in general or with the exotic. Mm. I can't tell the reading on that one, so I'll have to see. They're like, please use arc bolt grenades in PVE. No one does. Yeah, I no think one's that's using what that it. Is. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. knucklehead that's radar is going to be knucklehead plus foe tracer, mm. and then foe tracer is going to be the whole if you match the damage type kind of thing, you're going to. Do more damage, and then also if you kill something that's been affected by an ability, you're going to make the Ionic Traces or Fire Sprites. The Foe Tracer is brand new. It's a weird name for what it does. Like, that's kind of one of the points we have a yeah. skin. We just have it do something new now. Knucklehead Radar, if you want PvP information in-game, that's going to be your one to go for. Learn your maps. Um, mm -hmm. But ability preview. So, Towering Barricade. And they still haven't changed this, so this is my worry. They say the base cooldown... Goes from 48 to 70 seconds. Now, in my video where people are like, oh, you're not too happy about the nerfs. So I was like, I very specifically said, mm -hmm. the Towering Barricade, you can do anything you want to that in PvP. If you feel like it's unbalanced, that's fine. When Warlocks hang behind a corner and get health and overshield all the time, probably, you know, you can yeah, have six of one F does another. But a barricade is a wall. So I get it. Like, if it's overbearing, that's fine. But it doesn't say anything like if they up the cooldown of the barricade just in general, like in PVE mm. as well. That's what I wasn't happy about. That doesn't need mm. touched in PVE. I get you on PVE. Yeah, I, I that was my you. big argument. That's for the damage reduction mm. and the health of it. They seem to bounce that out for PVE. Mm. So that I understand. Now, they the one I they up the damage resistance, though, versus PVE combatants, though. The resistance of the barricade has. Yeah, because they lowered the health of it. Yeah. So it has. Takes less damage because it has less health in PvE. I'm like, that part's fine. Just don't change my cooldown in PvE. Now, yeah. the one that I did not enjoy, they took my one roaming super, Travis and I both get like one good roaming super, and they upped the cooldown to make it act like a roaming super. I'm like, Thunder Crash is not a roaming super. And it is definitely not a roaming super in PvE. But I mean, even in PvP, if you're good enough to like weave through and clip somebody's arm as you drive by and then get somebody, the percent of people who are good enough to do that, I cannot imagine it's that much to just like raise the cooldown. I'm like, if I could take a giant sledgehammer and throw it at a boss and I had any other alternative, but we don't. It's interesting why they went after that. Yeah, it's our one, it's our one one-off super. Yeah, one. Interesting. That's crazy that they think of it as a roaming super, by the way. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, like, it. I'm going to need to see your data where people are like flying <laughs> around. Is this in like the top of top trials where they're flying around and like clipping if wings that's or something? If that's roaming super, then the hunter blizzard storm should be roaming super because those blizzards roam all over the map. Oh, that one that just... How is that not a roaming super? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, super, the super literally, literally roams without the player. <laughs> okay, Sinister, let me ask you this. Is there a uh -oh. point to where... No, I'm asking. He says, yes, they are roaming around clipping people. At mm. that point, do you like have to give him a little credit for the skill to do that? Because depending on the map you're on, it's not like you're flying through doorways. They already clipped how far you can go with it as well, which already hurts in PvE. I can't fly as far in PvE. Now they make the cooldowns longer. Mm. 
Yeah, how many kills can you possibly get with Thundercrash doing drive-bys? Yeah. Not enough that I think this is justified, so. I don't, I don't think Sinister should be talking about game design to anyone ever. <laughs> Sinister just hate Titans. That's now, like, and, hate and, and that's fine. Like, okay. you can do that, and that's totally fair. But the other mm-hmm. side, I will say, for the Titan love, when we got Strand, what did we get? We got Threadlings. That was Warlocks. So you guys got kind of a weak one. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's getting buffed. Okay. okay. No, that's fine. That's getting buffed. That was kind of weak. Hunters, you guys got, I'm trying to remember, there were three factors to it. Uh, Sever. Mm-hmm. It's like they have theirs. Suspend. It's very popular, but it is what makes Strand fun and viable in oh. in-game PvE. And honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of killing it. I don't know if it's really going to be dead, but they take the suspend cooldown versus non-champion from eight to five seconds. The suspend cooldown versus champion, which is typically the whole point of why you're bringing it in in-game anyway. From eight seconds to three seconds, the suspend is very, very short. Champion, yeah, versus the champion. Um, I mean, we, got, we got to be real though. Suspend is strong. Bro. I mean, and they it say it's like a skeleton key. I get it's very it strong. Yo, you could stop. You threw suspend on tormentors. <laughs> like suspend is no joke. Like it is a very also, strong. It, it is a skeleton key for like champions, for example. Yeah. Like it just does. I I I agree that it's probably. But also, mm-hmm. your game isn't fun, so I don't know if it's maybe work on that. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. To about the just throwing it out there. No, maybe it maybe just feels good. like, I mean. Maybe more of your subclasses feel good, and then mm-hmm. it, won't, it won't be as bad. I don't know. Yeah, it's, like, it's just strength came in fun, and then now they're nerfing it down. I understand it's happening. It just feels like a lot, especially against champions where you do want to use it. It's the absolute weakest, and it's like threat of continuity seems pointless at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, my, my 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 statement cog is more about like all the things that are weak and or useless, including yeah. in the strand subclass that yeah. don't get buffed. And meanwhile, they they nerf the stuff that people. No, I feel you. The, yeah, it, just, it, it, in defense of them, they they are buffing at least they're buffing, for, I, they're buffing some stuff. So that I was like, all right, so stuff for the warlock. I think I think uh, E and I probably have a different perspective. Yeah, for you guys, this is a direct. Attack because yeah, this is the base of your suspend, yeah. yeah. I get you for yeah. for warlock suspend is like some side option. I got to really spec yeah. into yeah. kind of thing, but yeah. I understand from a titan perspective yeah. what you. And then from. granted, for you guys, you get thirty mm-hmm. percent more damage in PV, and I feel like that could be fifty or hundred, and it still might not be enough on those threads. Yeah, they feel yeah, like you're throwing pillows at people. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, mm-hmm. So yeah, thirty percent. We'll see if it's enough. I still doubt it. That could be fifty and probably be fine. Uh, but tangle creation cooldown will be faster. Sever, which I think makes Navigator even stronger now. Uh, damage reduction is up to 40% for Sever. Um, mm. Silk Strike, more damage what reduction. Is, I always forget what Sever does again. Why am I blanking on Sever? Sever's the damage reduction. Like you the damage sever, reduction. They, yeah. they get them, and then they do less output. Okay, yeah, the gotcha. unravel's kind of different. The Sevel's I get sever. confused with yeah, that. No, That's what it is. I yeah. wonder why, because the terminology is kind of confusing. Hmm. Yes. Um, the Hunter Threaded Scepter. Which is the Spectre, sorry, which is the little ghost guy that you can yes. dodge and make. That guy's going to be stronger and kind of basically pull more aggro. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Broodweaver, you're going to have to tell me on the Wanderer. Yeah, Throwing a Tangle now creates a delayed good. suspending detonation. Yeah, uh, that's good. That's good. Before we have to pick up the Tangle, throw it, and then it wouldn't even create an instant suspend. Like, it, you have to mm. wait a couple of seconds and then... So it was just, it was just a waste. Because you, you're going into danger to go get a Tangle, and then it wasn't instant. So now that they say, okay, I can 
destroy the tangle, and then I can get a little bit of a... That, that's actually really good. Yeah. A uh, couple things other on that. Grapple, it's always going to prioritize grapple to matter the range. Um, threat of propagation, grant strength, threat of continuity. They're crapping on, so not that one. Threat of wisdom no longer requires a precision kill. That's a little easier to use. Threat mm -hmm. of isolation reduces the number of precision hits required to activate. Threat of rebirth for your threadlings. That one seems to be a little more viable. So it now creates threadlings based on the tier of what you kill. Yeah. Um, so that's most of it. So it was like, it was just between like, they're messing with my Thunder Crash and they're messing with Spin. I was just like, come on. Yeah, Titans got hit hard. I was Titans just like, I, I, under, I understand Suspend to a point. I mean, people like get the skeleton key piece of it. Was it but as it is the, like that is the pillar of the Titan. Of this Titan build. That no, was you're just, right. I get it. I get it. And again, that was a personal bias reaction. Totally. No, no, I get it. I get it. I keep forgetting that that is key to the Titan strands. Literally what like, our barricade what and our exotic four strand both do. Both do, right. Yeah. Which is shoot out the three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel yeah. you. All right. I mean, now I'm out. That's all the information I have to cover. Two hours. Two hours. Nice and Perfect. Clean. Nice and smooth. We got, we, it was a week behind, too. I was efficient. Yeah. Was so efficient. just every other week on the podcast, right? I was like three weeks behind. How long ago? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you've been so busy. I was going to say, been... like, coming up, we're going to see Travis every other week, probably anyway, so. Really nah, I'll be games. around. I don't. I don't so you're not doing Starfield, so you're not gonna have to go Goblin. I'm not so doing Starfield anymore. Still doing three games. Go. Sinister over here with Titan Tears. Yeah, Crime <laughs> River. It's fine. <laughs> Yo, Sinister's a hater. He's a Titan. I know. Bro. Yeah, I've never met a hunter that hate Titans more yeah. than Sinister. Boy. Yeah, I love that. I love that Sinister is taking sides on the Titanic. Enjoy the bottom of the ocean. Too soon, I think, on something there, maybe? Yeah. No? I mean, oh, too soon. It's like, why, why are you, yeah, it's like, I hope you enjoyed your shatter diving for a year and a half, you bastard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's oh, like Crimea River when you got to enjoy that one for a very long time. Hilarious. Where's, where's the Golden Gun still OP and half Where's this everything? season ending? What's this next season coming? We got a week, two? August 22nd, so 12 days. 12 days, okay. Next, the following Tuesday, not next Tuesday. Log in on to like the fifteenth or sixteenth or seventeenth. Yeah, so re-log into your stuff. Yep. Breathe. Take a break. Get bounties mm -hmm. if you want to. Only if you're a creator. Probably just don't do it otherwise. Yeah. Uh, and then twenty second. Yep. And I might grab y'all fools up for another uh, Nazarak boss checkpoint run to try to get conditional finality. God damn it! Like, if I'm on, <laughs> got it. And I oh! got the. Uh, I got the. Um... No, you get the navigator. What are you honking about? What are you honking about? You get the I got the, uh, I got the, ex the exotic you get from the um, I don't know. I, I put it on and looked at it for two seconds. The strand one, right? The tra strand, strand trace rifle or wicked. Implement yes, thing. I got that one. I got that one. Yeah. So now the only exotic I'm missing is the bow from the. Yeah, I never got that bow either. Yeah, yeah the, I don't even know what it what it's called or what it does. Yeah. How do you know what, the, what does that bow fire, do? Fire. Yeah, what, no, no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I've been. Oh, you don't want to know. No, oh, I you don't want to know. No, I okay. want to know what are you? What bow? Because like, what from this, the, the bow from the spire dungeon? Dungeon spire. Oh, yeah. honestly, Tiku's is just as good. You're fine. No, you don't want to know. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. You don't want to know. I know that I'm not going to use it. No, I mean honestly, well, Tiku's know. is just easier to use, and it, as it's solar, Did it's you like. Call me? <laughs> All right, Tiku. <laughs> Did you call me? Uh, yeah, to me, Tiku's is just easier. I don't. The setup for its hierarchy of needs. So I'll just ruin your day. Um, but no, it's like I got it and I haven't used it either. So it doesn't, it's not been. I mean, I, I know. I'm just, you know, it's a collection game. Yep. Yeah, gotta get those, gotta get those addicts, man. Yep. 
All right. Well, a nice, smooth, fibrous podcast. Nice. At 10 megabits per second, by the way, faster than I've like higher bit rate than I have ever I streamed. That's just, wow. I love how happy you I was are. like, you, and you not can a, actually do your job now. I know it's yeah. weird. I can hope Tell me that upload though. That upload hit different for you because you're dude. I chuckled there. like I haven't done a big like today will be the one when I upload it to Spotify for the audio because it's usually a little chunkier. But I mean, it was it was even like half a gig and I chuckled because it was like 10 seconds. I was like, Oh yeah! I, was, I mean, I can't oh, make yeah. a thumbnail while it's uploading anymore, so oh, that's a that's a thing. Bro, you you suffered. We we started this show, and I remember those. Were the oh, issues. dude, there was like ha- yeah. middle of the show. Like there was the point where like they were coming out every like four weeks trying to figure out what node, what broke. Oh, the internet issues you used oh, to have. I, I had about some, the that was oh, almost yeah. I think before Travis because it was before Travis. Yeah, yeah, that was because I was going to have an issue every other show. It would be like. <laughs> This is down. We had to switch Discord server. We had to always switch the Discord server. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was that. But right. it, I mean, it would literally drop in the middle. I was like you looking at Twitch Inspector and just be like, clunk, clunk. Yeah. And it was just like it a is. terrible note and stuff. Who remembers yeah, the yeah. subtle calamity, Bo? Uh, forget what type. It's been a while. All right. Well, seems like we probably all got stuff to do. Managed to tuck it into about two hours, so we may as well do it. Quick outros. Travis. Look yeah, at IGN, uh, right? <laughs> IGN.com. Look at my review of Blasphemous 2, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We've got a couple other ones coming up. I'm going to be playing Starfield this time next week. Um, and uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter or X, whatever the yeah. that is, if you want. X, yeah. yeah, still um, weird. I don't think I'll ever call it that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff coming out in the next couple weeks that I'm super proud of. And um Nice to hang out with y'all and talk about Destiny. I have been playing a little bit of Destiny, so yeah, I try to log okay. on and at least make sure I know yeah. what I'm talking about. Going out. Yeah, also, yeah. shout out to my buddy Warren. He's the, oh, one yeah. who helped, he's the one who helped me get the uh, exotic from the Ghosts of the Deep dungeon. He pulled out. And, nice. uh, yeah, he was there. Yep. Warren yeah. pulled up. Buff, he was so cool. He's part of the game. He's, he's part of the game. He yep. also started, he started chemo this week, so yes. shout out to him. Hope he's doing all right. Okay, yeah, I gotta, I gotta nice quit. About you. Oh my god, did you really? Oh wait, are you guys gonna talk about the? No, I'm not gonna say it on the show. Thing? But I no, Why not? no, Why not? What's, no, wrong? What's wrong? No, I will end this stream so fast it's not Look, funny. No, okay, and this has been the last <laughs> word. All right. <laughs>